And we're back. Black Window Cream Podcast. Episode number two is here. You're probably wondering what Black Window Cream stands for. Black Window Cream is a content creator group fueled by caffeine. Or at least I am. I take my coffee, Black Window Cream. But you can drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our group. We are a private group on Facebook. We have several hundred members working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join if you want to by going to blackwindowcream.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. That'd be tight. In episode number one, you heard me talk with my homie Justin Odisho. I'm sorry for talking for three hours. That was a bit ridiculous. My goal is to have these podcasts be around an hour to an hour and a half. I got carried away. It was my first podcast, man. Cut me a break. I just got really excited. Me and Justin got into it. I really wanted to explore his background so we could teach you guys exactly what he did in order to become successful on YouTube, quit his day job, to be a full-time YouTuber. That dude is fucking killing it. If you haven't heard the episode, go back and listen to it. If you have, I fuck with you for listening to that and for tuning in for round two. I'm super excited to bring on today's guest, my guy Ashani. Ashani is a very unique photographer and videographer from New York. He shoots for Joey Badass, Ray Shrimmerd, and many others. His climb to success is incredibly interesting. You're going to hear about how he quit being a construction worker to going on to touring with some of the world's biggest artists and actually seeing the world. That dude has traveled the planet and his story of how he did it is super, super tight. I think you're going to want to tune in because me and him are very much alike. We have a very similar path. He grew up in New York. I grew up in Iowa. I just like how our stories are parallel. I think a lot of people are going to relate to this. So yeah, shout out to my homie Ashani for joining me on this. There's no official sponsor for the Black Window Cream podcast. So if you want to support at all, go to blackwindowcream.com slash merch. We just got new merch, our first pieces of merch ever. We got two new t-shirts, a dad hat, pins, stickers. It's a fucking lit. Uh, so yeah, if you want to support, go there, pick up some merch. I really appreciate it. That money, we're just going to throw it right back into making more dope merch. And I'm going to pay my homies to help me do this shit. And since I don't have an official podcast sponsor yet, I'm just going to use this time to promote my homies. Uh, so I'm going to do this one for my bro, Jordan. Jordan's hooking everybody up in Black Window Cream with a 20% discount because I just texted him and made him do it. But he owns a clothing company called Shepherd Goods and Lamb Chops. His merch is off the motherfucking charts. So go to sglambchops.com. Get yourself some gear, buy a chain, get your girl some shit. And when you're checking out, use the code BWNC. That'll get you 20% off. That's because Jordan's the shit. That's because Jordan's in black with no cream. Thanks for hooking us up, Jordan. And lastly, if you could, hop on iTunes. Leave me a review on the Black with No Cream podcast. I just want to know how I'm doing. If you guys have any ideas on how I can do things better, if you want to hear someone specific, hop on the show. Let me know. Drop comments on there. I really appreciate it. I'm reading every single one of them. We already got a ton of good feedback. So yeah, do that. That's going to help us make this shit pop off. Okay. But that's it. Uh, I think I said everything that matters. Um, thank you for joining us. If you want to be a part of Black Window Cream, blackwindowcream.com slash join. Let's get to Shiny's uh, interview. And I'm first going to make you listen to that intro that I made. So I'm going to play that shit right motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you'd say that. All right, motherfuckers. (laughs) We back. The podcast is back. 
If I do this in order, this should be episode number two. I got my good homie, Ashani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Photographer, videographer, promoter, marketer, uh, guru for other shit. Student. Student of life. Of life. Um, everything. What's up, man? Chilling, man. You know, just got back to LA, so I'm just trying to get reaccustomed to mm-hmm. regular life. Is this regular life for you? Um, I don't think I know you live in LA, but I don't think you really live in LA. I live in LA, bro. I got an LA address. You know I'm saying I got. But a, you're never here. I'm not. But <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get accustomed to real life if you're never here? Uh, you know, I just try to do regular shit. Like like uh, yesterday, for example, was Labor Day. Yeah. So you know, I invited a few homies to the park. We just you know cooked out, just Did chill, drank some beers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some serious shit. I like doing regular shit, you know, like cool shit. Basically, if you can not be in a, a suitcase for like more than three days, that's like regular. Yeah, I I still live out of suitcase and I've been in LA for a year. That's crazy. I still live out of suitcase. It's not nothing to brag about. Like, it's not <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, I, I guess so. The reason why I have him on the podcast right now is because we met uh, about literally a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, year ago. a year ago today. Almost, maybe three days ago, something like that. Yeah, something I just like saw that. it on my fucking time hop. Oh, that's but, lit. Yeah, so we were on the Schoolboy Q, Joey Badass, the Blank Face Tour. Mm-hmm. Ashani was taking pictures of Joey. Mm-hmm. I was taking pictures of Q. Mm-hmm. We became friends because we're nerds. Yep. That's how it was. <laughs> and now fast forward to uh, right now, we're on a fucking podcast in LA talking to you guys about it. About cameras and other stuff. Other stuff, yeah. yeah. I mean, my goal with this right now, I said this to you earlier off camera, is like I want to dig into your life so we can kind of like analyze how you did it. Because right now I would say I would say you're successful. If you want to look you, at it that way or not, I think that's what it is. So for me, I think finding success in this shit is tight and passing that off to others is, is beneficial to them. And somehow that will come around for us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you never know who you're going to help. And then in 20 years, that kid's going to be crazy and he's going to be doing your documentary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Life is funny like that. Yeah, it's really funny yeah, like that. It's a cycle. So that's why I wanted to do this. But I guess I just wanted to like dive into uh, like, I think I don't, I'm still working this out, but I think the yeah. format is going to just be in order of like you were born and then you took off. Okay. So <laughs> when you were a kid, I guess yeah. I want to hear from you as a kid. What was it that you were doing as a child that was creative? That you know, not like yeah. you own cameras and you were buying shit already. I'm talking like not like kid, real life were, shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. fucking around. Man, uh, when I was a kid, my first love was basketball. To be honest, really? I thought I was going to the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to, like I studied basketball, like the tapes, everything. Like I was like a basketball kid, traveling basketball too. Yeah, you did all, all that, all that teams, church teams, AAU, everything. High Are you school. Good? Yeah, I, mean, I was pretty, yeah. pretty good. Like I was good enough to like you know go to high school, play varsity for a freshman year. Woo! You know. Stuff like that's that. hard. Yeah, but like ball was my first love. Yeah. I would say yeah, but um, it was always basketball and music. Like music was like a big part of my life. Like I remember like DJing a lot of backyard barbecues, like in my like area when I was growing up. Really? Yeah. So how like, old were you? I was like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Like I was doing, and like I was doing like all kind. I wasn't just doing like people my age. I was playing like like 90s R&B stuff like that yeah. for like older people like it was kind of crazy because my pops was a DJ as well so okay. I guess I got that love of music from so him. you were using like his gear or how, how were you DJing he actually time? bought me my own little setup for real? You know what I'm saying yeah and I was burning CDs at the time you know back Hell then yeah. CDs were like relevant yeah. and stuff but um I was burning CDs at the time you know I'll just be DJing like around and shit like, it was just like little pocket change to get Jordan so this is while you were you're also playing basketball yeah so 
were you ever playing parties or something that your basketball like team would be not, no one knew not ba- I mean people knew but people like knew. basketball was always a priority like it was like yeah basketball like that's what I do music was just like a hobby like I loved it right. I love hearing it I love listening to music all the time mm-hmm. but basketball was like where was that so then from there you start when, when did you stop playing basketball I stopped playing basketball actually I stopped playing basketball my sophomore year of high school of high school I, I failed off the team you failed off the team yeah shit I wasn't focused in school I wasn't like on top of my grades. But this is you were super focused on basketball at the time. Super focused on basketball. But like the school I went to in Brooklyn, Benjamin Banneke Academy, it's mm-hmm. in um Clan Hills, Brooklyn. Okay. Um was very heavy on on like your grades and academics. Right. So if you didn't have a certain GPA you couldn't play. So do they give you a chance to like dive back or no? Yeah, but like I just was really okay. off school like to be honest sorry mom like she likes and my mom forced me to go to school like yeah, she's yeah. like yo like you're going to college and all that so um yeah that that didn't work out and then you know it was just really just me and music for a long period of time i, I didn't even like really have a camera i always had disposables like because mm-hmm. i was always that friend of like yo let's just take a picture real quick and just right. like snap it i wouldn't call myself a photographer but it was just like oh I just, just want to get yeah just to get the moment yeah like vacation type shit yeah like, like always have it on deck yeah let's have it on deck but um yeah, so I was just, you know, high school, I was just, you know, floating around just trying to figure out life for real. It so, just, but like at that time, music is obviously like the centerpiece, right? Uh, on top of basketball, like both those things, are you're juggling both those, but you ended up by by getting out of basketball, that kind of pushed you more into music? Where did you start I would say, yeah. Yourself? So what were you doing then after that shit happened? After I stopped playing basketball? Yeah. Um, I was DJing, but I wasn't DJing like parties. I was doing mixes in school and selling it. Like that was like my like little tapes? hustle. Yeah, tapes. Yeah. So just compilations of songs. Yeah, that you songs out. Yeah, that song that I thought were dope. But you weren't and performing I, live. Nah, bro, I was not performing. But live. people were eating it up. But people school. just like the mixes. I'll yeah. be playing the mixes, and people be like, "Oh, yo, that's dope." I'm like, "Yo, listen to this. This the new shit." Da da da. You know right. What I'm saying? Like, were you just, selling them? Yeah. So you start making money doing that shit. A little money. It wasn't right. that crazy. You got it was still like, for like like, like, like five dollars a pop for a mix, like regular, like go get some chicken wings and fried rice. But so was at the time. Were you ever like, was it like mainstream type of music, or were you? Finding artists that were local to you guys, because you're so you're Brooklyn. Yeah, you're from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. born and raised. Yeah, and so being there, I feel like there you are bound to like tap into new artists and and yeah. But at the time of high school, I wasn't really on the new artist wave. I was just like downloading music from like uh, LimeWire, <laughs> yeah, and, like Kazaa and yeah. stuff like that. I'm saying like, I was just getting my music that way. How and, old are you? I'm 26. 26? Okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. LimeWire, Napster. Some <laughs> kids do not know. They have no idea what we had to go through. The like, the seeding and like hustle of downloading music. I used yeah, to do that. Sometimes, you down, sometimes they like title it a different name and mm-hmm. end up like being a wholly different song. Than yeah, it's my country song. Like you wasted my time. Right. And it was dial up. It wasn't even broadband uh-uh. at the time. So it, it took like, fucking forever to download bruh. a song. Forever. For you download an iTunes song for 99 cents right now and that's like the easiest form the we'll easiest ever have. The easiest instant. Damn. I don't, but I really don't take it for granted. I use Apple no. Music all day, every day. So really, Apple Music. Yeah, I've been using Spotify a lot. Spotify got better playlists, but it's just Apple is just like, like in my right phone. There. It's just right there. I know. Like it's just like convenient. I know. I think I need to just get both. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, because you, you balling out, man. You could get both. No, I'm bumming the Spotify login. <laughs> you got your <laughs> man's password. <laughs> yeah, that's how I do everything. I got. I did Netflix. that for title, man. Title. Yeah, I did that for title. I had to listen so to the even 444. for free. You got off title. Even having free access to title, you you were off it. Um, I had title for like 
a couple. It was actually like my friend's password, like login that I have. But yeah, but I'm saying like, okay, so you had access to title, even as a person who has access to title. Mm-hmm. Do you use it? Mm, for, when I want to hear Jay Z songs, I listen to Jay Z a lot. So yeah. like his whole discography is on title. So. That's why I was saying I was looking for something from him the other day and I couldn't find it on yeah, iTunes or Spotify. So I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. I think I'm gonna just get title and just support it. You know, I, I need to yeah. support it. Yeah. Okay. Damn. I'm gonna just get title. Okay. Jay Z. That's the truth. All right, we're off topic. So okay, so we go back. <laughs> yeah. You start making these mixes and shit. Mm-hmm. You find the music. And you don't touch cameras forever. For, for no, nah, right? okay, I, cool. I didn't touch cameras for a little while. So like, as you're making these mixes and shit, and you're you're in high school, and you're, I would say, are you like seeing some sort of transformation of like, a like when you're in that age, what are you starting to predict is your future? I had no idea. Your mom wants you to go to college, so mm-hmm. you might go there. Mm-hmm. And you love basketball, but you can't play anymore because your grades suck. Yeah, so and you, I just started falling falling out of love with it as I got older. Too. Basketball. Yeah, it just happened like simultaneously but like, you weren't like as soon as you got nixed off the team you weren't trying to like start practicing and, and not really become a i was just i was just trying to figure out i right, like this basketball thing probably isn't gonna work out yeah i was just like yo let me see what else i have a passion for you know mm-hmm. i'm saying i yeah. went through a bunch of different passions before i even got to really doing photography right you know what i mean like it was a lot of stuff i went through i mean i could like walk you through it but yeah i mean go for it so it was interesting so like uh right after uh right after high school i went to mega Everest college in crown heights brooklyn okay i went there to, i went there for a year um i had a teacher named miss nina mercer she taught uh she taught african-american history and english and so i saw her two times out of the year my first year there and she was a very two times like in passing or like, like you had a class Two like two times like a day for class because oh, okay, you, you know she's my teacher for both right, subjects right. so like yeah, yeah. I had it twice and like she was like really influential with like shaping my mind and making me see the bigger picture right. of life yeah, just yeah. in general not just like okay what I'm gonna do to make money but like what I want my story to be what I want my like legacy to be right so I started thinking a lot about that and you know I was like I, at the time I still loved music it was my freshman year in school I was like you know what I'm gonna get my my G, my GPA up mm. and I'm gonna transfer to Brooklyn College. But right before I transferred, I started this company called Barrel House Brooklyn. Okay. And Barrel House Brooklyn, basically, initially, it was supposed to be like a boutique clothing store by day. Okay. And then by night, it'll be, I'll shut down and reopen, and it'll be a place where you can see up-and-coming artists perform, because I wanted to give artists, um, I wanted to give artists exposure through. So you had a physical way. space? No. You were, looking, not you were yet. looking for it? Yeah. Okay, got you. But, you know, I'm like, I'm 18, 19 mm-hmm. at the time, so I'm like, yo... I don't know how to go about even getting funding to open a space. I don't know anything. I'm just like, I just know I want to get this space. So right. I started a blog and basically the blog was to document my journey up until I opened the actual space. Damn. So you were like pre-vlogging. Yeah, bro. I was early on it. Like for I real? Lie. Like I was, I, I, like I had a little Nikon camera. I went and bought a Nikon camera and I would go to boutique stores in Brooklyn and like Park Slope and like downtown. Uh, the Brooklyn Circus was one of those places and I would just go there and just ask them like how do I do this you know what I'm saying That's I just talked to them and asked them and I was like yeah I was like 19 at were the time were they cool with it though yeah like, they, they were hella cool no 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 they were hella cool because they were older they just seen that I was like hungry and I really wanted to right. learn like more about what I'm trying to do right. so I did that um, for Damn. a while know what I mean like I was just going around just and I was posting photos on the blog and like promoting it on Facebook and I think I just started Twitter at the time I didn't have an Instagram right um and I was just like just showing people like what I had going on and then um in the mission statement it said what what I wanted to do so I guess some people just took that as oh I must just start sending him my music so like he could like you know 
keep Maybe, me in mind yeah. for when like he yeah. opens the story, he could just put it on. But then um I was just like I was listening to all this music. I'm like, yo, this is some really dope shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Local. So, like these local, are local. Yeah, yes. like like people that just see the Facebook posts I'm making about um opening the store yeah. and stuff like that. So I just start posting the music on my blog. And then like eventually it just turned into a music blog. But so the blog is becoming successful? Like yeah. are people starting you're having listeners or viewers or whatever you yeah, call yeah. it? Yeah, I'm having local like it was a real like grassroots yeah. like yeah. kinda site. Like people like all like initially all of my viewers were friends and people that I had on uh yeah. social networks. Right, right. But um it's just you know, we're just like just started growing exponentially. And then um yeah. So this is what was what was the blog called? Barrow House Brooklyn. And can you find that online still? Yeah, the the site isn't up anymore because it's, it's it was it's been over for like the past two years. But um you go on YouTube, Vimeo, you can see recaps from really? all of our events, yeah, still to this day. That's tight. We actually um threw Q's first show at Santos Party House I after he dropped that. Habits and Contradictions. Okay, so that was from this. Yeah, you told me this forever ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So like that was from that 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 was from that company. That was Q's first New York show. No, that was his first show after he dropped Habits and Contradictions, oh, where okay. he had like a lot of his big records. Yeah. I thought it was like that was like his real breakthrough, like you know, Time. project. Yeah, like that was Shit. like a real strong project. Yeah, it was. You know I mean? Damn. Yeah. So damn, that's crazy. So yeah. who who was all? So wait, so where he performed? This is at your space. You no, this was that. No, so all right, I kind of, yeah. I kind of went ahead. No, you're too good, fast. You're good. So, so, you, so you're working to get the space. Yeah, I'm working to get the space, and you know, like I just start posting music on the site. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to show love to people. That's like showing love to my movement and, right, what, right. and what I'm trying to do. So I started showing love that way, and then um, it just kind of started turning into a music site. So I was like, you know what? To so I'm like, yo, I gotta generate some type of money to like open this space. So I'm like, I'm gonna just start throwing shows. So um, I start throwing the shows with my partners Akeem uh, and my other partner Aquan Williams. Um, we we started, uh, which which were also f- uh, friends at the time from uh, high school and yeah. uh, junior high school. Those are friends of mine that right, I, right. that I grew up with. So we threw the shows, and the first one I promoted it heavily on the Brooklyn College campus, and a lot of people came out. A lot of people from like my like uh, childhood came out. It was like a real like Def Jam poetry kind of vibe. But so. How are you promoting it? Flyers? Like yeah. posters and yeah, shit? Yeah, I'm like, you know... Everywhere? Facebook. Like, that's yeah. where, like, pretty much I was getting all my, like, my like viewers from. Like, Facebook, Twitter, word of mouth, in just person. Just moving around. Yeah, yeah, just moving around, just promoting it. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to get the movement yeah. out and get people to know about that's what how I'm trying to do. I did it all the time. Like, in college and shit, we'd be trying to put shows together and doing all that stuff. Yeah. And we literally, like posters everywhere like stamping them on then mm-hmm. school would take it down then you go back and try to get them back up and shit but like the word of mouth is like what really held it for you yeah yeah that's really what it was it was really grassroots i was just out there really trying to get like the whole mission of yeah. course and what i'm trying to do i really wanted to open this space like right. this is what i wanted like it was my passion yeah so um i started throwing the shows and then the shows just kept getting bigger and bigger and i just kept including local artists and then i'll get like one big artist to like really draw more people in and, and the, the big artists is traveling or from New York um, just in general like whatever artists I could grab at the time and pay for I remember um, I had Stali that was yeah. signed to MMG at the yeah. time at the time he was working with Creative Control and like Dame Dash and, you but know. Where, where is he from? he was from Ohio but so you had him like drive from Ohio no, or what? I mean, I, yeah, was he on tour? Nah, he was living in New York. Okay, he was. Yeah, he's in right. New York. So I booked him for the show. Yeah, because yeah. at the time, like he was, he had a lot of songs with currency. Like right, they were like right. really bubbling at the yeah. time. Um, so yeah, I had him headline. I just had like a lot of local artists open up. So it's like that's how the movement just started growing. I just started throwing the shows and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. So how are you paying for? Like the headliner at the time was it? Were you just offering him like this is what we got? We don't got much. No, I had some like 
Back in? Yeah, we okay. call it that. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm interested Because, like, you have to pay, you know, you pay Hell yeah, for play, sure, like, for sure, for in, sure, so for tough. sure. You definitely got to pay. Like, nobody really does anything for free in this But game. was it expensive at the time, like, to get someone like that? Like, how much would someone cost like that? Like, for your first, I'm trying to think of, like, that's stress. Yeah. Hoping people turn out, because you know you're fronting, like, X amount of dollars, mm -hmm. whatever that is. Yeah. But, like, that stress, I mean, that probably makes you work even harder. Yeah, for and sure. Then, I didn't even think about it negatively, though. Like, I didn't think about it like, oh, this might not happen. Like, it, you just knew. Every time I threw something, I felt like it, it came out exactly the way I envisioned yeah. it to. Yeah. Okay, that's tight. Like, because I, I just have, like, I was just thinking positively. Right. I wasn't thinking that, oh, um, this shit might fuck up. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, so, so staying cool. positive. Staying positive. That's yeah, stay positive, <laughs> man. Like, I know, you got to believe still in yourself. Like, still, cause, there's millions cause of I remember, times. Because I remember it's funny. Like, I asked my friend one time, and this is before I started throwing any type of events. I was like, yo, do you think I could start throwing parties? He was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you don't really have like a, like a real like extrovert type of demeanor. Like, you're not like in the club like all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm like, so I'm like, uh. I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm gonna still do it anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause I believe in me. That's you know what I'm saying, and that's really all it takes. Is right. Believing yourself. Okay, so because I've I know like I said earlier, I know that uh you have this shit out there and blog posts and things like that. This mm -hmm. is easy. I actually found because when I was doing my research for this, I found a, a video of you like four years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't know who the fuck it was like. Some little video it was like ten minutes long. You talking about? Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the video. That was actually a uh, introduction video. That was how I was starting to get the word out too. Cause oh, I, just like interviewing yourself. Nah, like I did like a briefing just to let people know exactly what it is. So uh, like I had a homie that that shot at the time, and yeah. I was like, "Yo, I want to speak on camera." And just like instead of like it typing tight. it out all the time, I just want to like put out this video speaking yeah, about was, what I'm doing. It was cool to see it because it's like you know you had the ambition then, and then you take it this farther. I mean, think about if you were to go back and try to throw another party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the plugs are super real now. From like, <laughs> yeah. that's what's crazy. So, do you? I don't want to get into this yet, but is that like a? Could that be a plan for you? Um, I'm always like having events. Um, I wouldn't like brand it like how I did, like how I branded Barrel House. But um, I'm always like throwing like events and like kickbacks and parties and stuff like that. Like just because I'm at, you're at yeah, wherever I'm at, like at the crib, at yeah, a park, I might get a venue. Like yeah. man, I just I just like like bringing people together and seeing if everybody have a good time. Damn, that's so. Cool. So, yeah. that's that's like the freshman year college. Is yeah, that that's like freshman know? sophomore year college. So, did you finish school? No. So, how far did you get? Sophomore end of sophomore end year. Of sophomore year. <laughs> yeah. The parties were too lit. It was too lit. <laughs> really? Was it like banging that hard that you were like, oh shit, I got something that I think it I was definitely do. enough to make me be like, I'm off school for sure. It because wasn't was like it I was generating money? mad it money. Nah, it was just enough to like you know you could go. Like it was cool. Like you go out, go eat a little yeah. something, go get your, your sneakers when you want to. Like it wasn't like I could like get my own. Spot but because you were, did you you were focused on like the idea like I need to turn this money I made here and mm -hmm. put it into the next one. Yeah, and then it keeps growing and growing and growing. Yeah. Okay, so then at that point, I know you ended up uh, collaborating with uh, like was it like a. You got a job somewhere, right? Where you were? Yeah. Um. No, because at the end, actually, I work you through this too. So basically, fast forward after all the shows and stuff and yep. everything, all the parties. At the end, it didn't work out because we ended up separating. Like the people in Bear House, we ended up separating. And then I was just, you know, doing like a lot of soul searching at the time. They just trying to figure out, okay, this is what I spent the past what three, years. four years of my life mm -hmm. dedicating myself to. And I'm, I was just, you know, I was kind of down about it. But it was like, I, I, I like that part of my life because it allowed me to really work on myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. when you're out all the time, you don't really get the time to just reflect and like, you know, 
just see what you really want to do. You're just so caught up in just keeping the next thing going, keeping the next mm-hmm. thing going. So that allowed me time to do like a lot of reading. I was doing like a lot of like, you know, I was working construction at the time. So like I was doing that. Right. And um, yeah. What are you reading? What are you you're like trying to find books about something specific? Yeah. Or? Uh, the Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. Uh, the Secret, The Alchemist. Um, what else I was reading? I read the autobiography of Malcolm X and seeing how he went through all the changes he went through. That yeah. really inspired me to be like, you know what? Like, just because one chapter of your life is over doesn't mean that it's over. You always got to keep pushing and you can always be a better, different person. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? A different and better person. So, how are you getting, like, rec- are you getting recommended those books or are you just looking like shit up um, online or what? I, I was always a reader. Like, even since I was a kid, like, my mother didn't, she didn't allow me to read or to watch TV. Only Saturday morning cartoons was the only time I could um, watch TV. I always had to read. Like, right. that was always my thing. Like, I always had to read books. But you liked it? I had to. Okay. Like, I, I, like I had to. I had <laughs> yeah, no choice. Was it, it. It, it was either, like, you go outside, play basketball, cool. I got lost in that, too. Yep. But it was, like, that was only the two things I was really right. doing. I wasn't really watching a lot of TV. No? Yeah. Damn. So, I mean, was it a lot of fiction type shit as mm, a kid? I watched, I mean, I read uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. I read the whole series. You loved it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, that was like fourth grade, I think for me. I think I'm like the only person who never read the books. Yeah, you missing out, bro. See, I try to watch the, the movie. The books are better in the movie. Yeah, everyone says that. I try to watch the movie. I only watched like the first one and the third one. Yeah. I, I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> you missed out on a lot, bro. Yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you got double back, bro. Okay, so you're reading the books. You're mm-hmm. trying to find yourself, which mm-hmm. is funny because I, like in, from my side of the story, like I think it's very similar to this shit, which is tight. I fucking love podcasts now because of this shit. <laughs> but like- with your situation, you so w- when you said that you guys split up the group, mm-hmm. those are your friends, right? Like mm-hmm. these are your hi- childhood or high school friends, the high right? school, yeah. yeah and you like friends. sat there and build with them. Was there like a discrepancy, or was there like everyone had a new dream or a new goal, and they just kind of like nothing worked out? Did you guys beef, or what was the reason that you guys split? It was just like uh, it was just a lot of like personal shit. I can't really talk about no, for like, sure. Through, like other just people, it's like yeah. So I can't talk about that, but um, yeah, it was like, and then after that, it was just you know, it was just it wasn't the same, it wasn't the same energy, it wasn't on the same page. Yeah, and, you know, we was getting older, you know, bills started rolling in. It was like, okay, we really got to make this work. Figure it out. Things weren't moving quickly enough, missing and miscommunication, misunderstandings, and stuff like oh, and that. And you're like doing this divided by three or four mm-hmm. other people, so that's yeah, it was three of us. Yeah. yeah, it was four of us actually. Yeah, four of us. So then at that point, you're soul searching. What did, what is it that you're finding that you need to uh to like do what it, um, you know what did that reading and do all what what what's that lead you to? It leads me to still working. Yeah, still working. construction, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so what, what kind of construction? Like houses yeah, and shit. Yeah, you're like houses? demo shit. Yeah, you know, shit like that. So um, so it leads to I was always still in tune with the music because you mm-hmm. know music is something that never leaves my life. It's always gonna be there. Mm-hmm. So I'm always listening to music. I'm I'm still in tune with everything that's dropping. All the new artists. So um, I get hit up by Johnny Shipes from Cinematic Music Group. Okay. And uh, I, I, I kind of skipped over a part <laughs> before. The, you had a homie too that was like a photographer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I'll talk about him too. Okay, but um, Johnny Shipes, I met him during the, the Barrow House time, the Barrow House era of my life. And he was, um, I met him through Steve-O. Him and Steve-O, they co-founded the Smokers Club tour together. Steve-O like the fucking comedian? Nah, Steve-O, he's a marketing manager for uh, Rory Drum. Oh, okay. Um, a f- uh, a child, a okay, few other work. people. So um, I was, 
so I met Steve-O. I met Shipes through Steve-O. Right. So he put me on because he met me through Barrow House through moving and shaking in yeah, New yeah. York or whatever. So um, he introduced me to Shipes and I ended up going on the Smokers Club tour with Juicy J. You did? Yeah. Doing what? Merch. So I was selling merchandise. Yeah. yeah. I was selling merchandise. I was 21 Holy at the time. Shit. I was 21. I was doing merchandise. And that was a crazy tour because that's when I first met Joey. Um, he was yeah, opening. He was on that. Yeah, that was his first tour as well. Damn, who else was on that? Everyone was on that. Uh, Fat Trail, Juicy J, Fat Trail, Smoke Dizza, um, Pereira. Uh, who else? Shortstop was on Fuck. there. It was packed out. I remember they came to yeah. Iowa. And it was we had like, like 14 people on our bus. It was crazy. Yeah. God damn. It was like a big traveling smoke cloud. Yeah, too much Where? for me. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy. That's yeah. a lot of people in a bus. It was a lot. So, so you're on that tour selling merch, and you're selling merch for who specific? For the whole for the Smokers Club brand. Oh shit! Yeah, they have the like Smokers Club has a. But you didn't have to sell Joey shit, did you? Or were you? Selling? Um, I don't even think he really had merch at, at the, the time. time. I don't. I can't really recall. I can't yeah, really recall. Yeah. It was it was a minute ago. But, right. Um, yeah, I was selling Smokers Club merch. I remember that. Like there was Damn. a lot of Smokers Club merch. So how long was that tour? It was all summer. That's twenty twelve. Oh, just, just US. It was like, yeah, just, it was just US. It was um June, July. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Damn. Yeah. Okay. No, it was tight. It was a great experience. Like traveling. He, he just was like randomly seeing what you were doing. And then at that same time, were you guys discussing shit like, yo, this isn't working out what I was doing in New York? I'm trying to find something new. Oh no, no, no. How that how that has how's that come up to be like, yo, you wanna sell merch? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You have to understand a nah, person's goals yeah, with that shit. Like, yeah, I feel you. Nah, uh, what happened was, uh, so my boy Slick, Slick Jackson or whatever, yep. he's um, he's like my brother. He he shoots as well. He's from Brooklyn? He's from Brooklyn. He is. Yeah, he's actually from Canada, but like, you know. He, Listen, yeah, yeah, I met him in Brooklyn. Shit. Yeah, came up in Brooklyn. So um, he, I met him and he was also part of Barrow House as well. Like okay. that was the four of us. He was part of the, the movement. So we were... Um, I forgot what I was talking about. You were talking about uh, like how they decided that you should go and do merch. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I was saying I met I met Steve-O through Slick and like Johnny. I met Johnny Shipes through Steve-O. Right. You know what I'm saying. So um, yeah, I was doing Barrow House at the time. I'm trying to see like how that how that how that how that even. Cause oh Slick was touring at the time. He was like my best friend. But Slick is what? Explain what Slick does. Slick for... is a video director, photographer. He worked. Um, he works with Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. He worked with uh, Absol. Uh, he worked with Joey. Worked with a lot of people. Everybody. A lot of people. Okay. Yeah. And at this people. time, he was working with Juicy. Like how no, was... he was shooting for the Smokers Club because he also knew Shipes and okay. he was doing the recaps for the whole Smokers Club tour, or okay, whatever. Right. So um yeah so uh. Slick was touring a lot. Like he had toured with Joey before that as well. So like I was seeing him touring. I'm like, damn, I want to get on tour somehow. Like right. I just want to be able to travel. Yeah. So when I met Steve, I'm like, yo, like, is there any way I could come on the road? And he was like, yo, like, you could do merch. We don't got no way doing merch. I'm like, hell yeah, do yeah. merch. I just want to be on the road. Right. So I was 21, 2021. 20, I just went on the road, did that shit. That's tight. Where? Okay. So you're doing, you're selling merch. You getting tips? You have a tip jar? Nah They didn't allow it I lacked I definitely should have had a tip job yeah, you I was just like Too excited just to be there I'm just like Yeah we have I'm a selling square shirts card baby I'm selling shirts man Who <laughs> yeah. want it I got I know. it Is that Word Okay so you're doing that Are you impressing them Are you are like Are you like really working hard To make sure you're like Impressing them Like yo I can be a road dude Like I could really Take care of merch I can make sure That you get your money I'm, You know what I mean Like yeah. Or was it just kind of like I was just doing what I had to do to be on the road. Like, I didn't even really want to do merch, to be honest. Yeah. After, like, halfway through the tour, I'm like, I got to load in the merch, load yeah, out the merch. Like, I'm off this, yeah. Right. So, I, but I was just doing what I had to do to, like, be on the road so at you, the time. I was still figuring it out, you know what I'm saying? Right. I had a camera. 
You did but, have a camera? Yeah, I did have a camera. Oh, not a disposable at this time? Nah, okay. it was actual Canon. I think it was like a 7D. Yeah, I know people are going to want to know what your first camera was. Yeah. I, 7D was 70. my first camera. My too. real first camera, my real first camera when I was doing the blog in like the old like days, it was like a Nikon like D7000 or something yeah. like that. Like It was something crazy. Right, shit. right, like, It had like a little pop-up flash yeah. and you could just, right. you know. Then you, then you got the 70? Yeah, I got the 70. That was like the second camera. Yeah, same. So that was like 2010, yeah. right? Okay, so then you go and do the tour. You get off the tour. You had mm-hmm. your camera. Were you shooting during the tour? No, I wasn't shooting. I had the camera, but I wasn't really shooting. I was just still trying to learn, still trying to find my eye, find my vision, see what I really wanted to capture. Because anytime I would shoot, it would just be, I'd be walking around. Just, oh, I'm in Central Park. Let me yeah. take a picture of the birds. Right. Like, I was just trying to get used to ISO and, like, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, I didn't know none you of that You was, like, shit. spinning dials and shit. I was sitting there so fucking I learned everything I learned off, off the internet. Like, yeah. I didn't go to school for anything. I know I do with cameras. That's so crazy. it's like. This is funny. All right. <laughs> so then, so then you're, you, you got your camera, but you're not shooting on the tour. You get done with the tour. Yeah. What, what do you go home to? What do I go home to? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do when you go home? Are you are you like fuck? I gotta keep going. I want to keep being on tour. Or are you going home like waiting for them to to chill, put out another album or whatever, and then go out with Juicy again? No, it was like thinking? I was working primarily with Johnny Shipes. Oh, so okay, anything well. Johnny Shipes got his hands into, he'd yeah. be like, "Yo, Johnny got this opportunity. You wanna?" I'm saying like yeah. he was looking out for me in that way. So what all did he plug you with besides that tour? What else? Were um, you at, at at that time, since because you got to remember, this wasn't this was like a while ago. Right, you know I'm saying I had like a second like interaction with Johnny Shipes where he like where we actually started after work the after the tour, okay. way after the tour. You know what yeah. I mean, a couple years after the tour. Right, because you know in the meantime, you were shadowing uh, uh, Wiz's guy. Uh, slick 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 yeah, so you're yeah. shadowing him kind of like yeah it was kind of like an internship without me really knowing because like if i say best friend you're naturally gonna be around like i was on like 90 percent of slick shoots like right. i had a car at the time in new york so i would like drive you go to all the shoots we would mob out and just do everything we had to do yeah so you like me. take care of all like get him around you mean like you had a car so he was like yeah i was just going with him to all the shoots yeah. just to like be around like right. i had no purpose but i would just be like yo i'm with the director I'm like i'm just there yeah. you know i'm saying just soaking up games just trying right. to see how things run and he's and he's and he's learning as long i mean he's learning as, as well, well you know i'm saying like but like so at this time you're looking at all right he's directing you know you want to be around that shit mm-hmm. and this is how long after the tour this is like a, a while after or is yeah this like immediately? I, i've always been with slick like even so just, by while even before the tour yeah, like he was shooting i was all yeah from the parties like he was doing recaps for us like that he was part of the click so yeah. he was doing re- like we had it like all in house when did he started doing whiz was that when you guys were doing the parties no that was way after that's okay. like at, that's like recent yeah, yeah. That's recent okay, stuff, yeah. But he was working with Joey, like at the time, young Joey. Yeah, like, yeah. When he was first came in the game. He so then you, um, you guys start like connecting. You're paying attention to what he's doing. You're kind of like inspired by that. Is that what started getting you jacked up about content creating? Like you, um, you wanted to create some sort of content. I wouldn't say like I was like, oh, like I'm looking at him to learn to because I want to do that. I'm just that's that's my boy. Like I'm gonna just like support him and do like and like if he wants to shoot videos and we all moving together as a unit and as Barrow House, I'm gonna be there to support him. Oh, right, whatever he's trying you. to do, it was kind of like a brotherhood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I wouldn't say that he definitely is influential in me picking up a camera because right. like I'm I, I basically doing the whole internship without even knowing it. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. just by being there. That's what I'm saying. So like yeah. by being there, you don't even realize that you're kind of getting poised with like. For sure, you probably are gonna do some shit, or you know, what I mean, is he making these recap videos or whatever from the Smokers Club tour? Mm-hmm. Was he making recap videos, and you were like, "Those are dope." 
Yeah. So you Slick is one of the illest video directors I've ever seen. Like crushing it? Yeah, crushing it. Especially like coming up the way we came up, like yeah. not having no prior education or formal right. education on cameras. Like just his vision and his eye for editing and everything. Like, like he was just figuring yeah, it out. Yeah, he's like next level. You know what I'm okay. saying? So it's just like, he, that's a big inspiration. And that's like who I'm with all the time. So yeah. of course that rub, that like rubbed off on me. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So you quit construction. Yeah. You're fucking with him but on the his But The only reason I quit construction was because... Johnny Shipes uh, hit me up and was like he has an opportunity, like a real like nine to five type opportunity. Yeah, okay, to so come in, saying- he was like he was like um I don't know exactly what you could do, but I know I want you to be like a part of like what I have going on. Right, and you started doing like uh, marketing and shit like that. Right? Yeah. So, so he locks you in with. In what year is this? This is How old are you? A couple years ago. 24. You're like twenty. You're 24? Yeah. Because you remember, like I guess said, like, I'm I'm not sure if you got confused. I had two interactions with Johnny Shipes. Yeah, so you had when your I was first one, like, early, early. 2021. And that was merch. the interaction that put you on the merch. Yeah. So then you come back, there's time spent. Yeah, I'm still doing Bear House, and then Bear House ends in that time. Yeah. And then I'm doing construction, doing the soul search, and trying to find myself. Okay, well. Even if you want to call it that. And like, then I randomly, just, he just hits and you? And then he hits me. But no, no. It? But, like, he hits me because... Slick at the time He was still shooting During this whole time Even yeah. when Bear House um, Declined He was still shooting And working So right. I'm still with Slick Because that's still my boy yeah, yeah. So we still doing stuff together I'm just around And then um, I remember Shipes Had a barbecue at his crib And then uh, he told me Come through yep. uh, Slick, Slick told me Come through actually Not right. Shipes I was like Alright bet I'm gonna come through And then I ain't seen Shipes Since like Smoker's Club tour really So I was like Two years before yeah. that You know what I'm saying Right. So when he seen me He was like Yo what's good And then he pulled up a chair We was chopping it up and he was like, yo, like, to be honest, I got an opportunity. I want to bring you in to Cinematic because we have, like, a we have a new... It was, like, a new situation they had. But Cinematic was, like, a label. Yeah, it's a, it's a Cinematic Music Group. Yeah. And that's, like, a full production label? Like It's a, it's a management uh, record label. And who were, who were, like, artists that they are representing at that time? Um, at the time, Joey, Smoke Dizza, um, G Herbo was... Um, at the time, he was being, like, co-managed by Shipes, I think. Okay. Um, so it was, like... The whole Pereira... Um, Mick Mick Jenkins, but Joey's Joey's at this time starting to like slowly bubble like on the internet. Nah, he, he's been he's bubbling. bubbling. Yeah, he's okay. been bubbling since you know a couple of years ago when I first okay. met him on that tour. He's yeah. been like on a steady right. I'm saying and you guys incline. are linking in between then at all or not? We will just be checking in with each other. You know what I'm saying yeah, like we be sending each other books and stuff. That I think that's where we really connected. Like we was like on the same wavelength reading as far as like reading and like even music too. Like, yeah, I feel like we like we like like the similar songs and right, stuff. Right, right. So, yeah. Okay, so. Fuck, dude, this is crazy. Shit's crazy. So you get yeah, to it's that. like a crazy like. But you so he road. he sits down. You guys chop it up. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, you gotta, you should do this job or whatever. And he he didn't even know the position. You guys just kind of like made it up. Yeah, we was just like, oh, I just you know, I just want your mind. Like at, he like like mind at the company. Yeah, that. like cause he knew me from everything that I basically started from the ground up at Bear House. He knew right. that like I, I was in touch with like the youth and what's going on in right, right. the street. So he was like. You know, he wanted me around, mm-hmm. so I just I started there. So how long? So is it for real, like a nine to five? Like you, you went to this um, it was like an eleven to whenever you wanted to leave the office. Cinematic is a very like it's very like chill. laid back, chill company. Where's the where was the office at? At the time, it was on Canal Street. Okay, Canal really? and like Broadway. How many people worked there? It was small. It was like one office space. It was like like in the office, I'd be like fourteen people, fourteen people, fifteen people. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's dope. So then, how long are you there before the next change in your life? Like, what is it? Are um, you finding? Are you doing shit that's inspiring you? Like, are you ex- immediately excited to go to work? Type type of vibe? Like, of course, like, fuck, I'm here. Because now, you know, from like a year and a half of doing what I didn't want to do, like manual labor, right? And now it's like I get to like use my brain. Yeah, 
know what I'm saying? And they're allowing you to be like creative and, yeah, and my, toss yeah, ideas. Yeah, what, my what was input, like some stuff you did? Uh I was actually doing content creation um at Cinematic. I was just coming with the ideas for concepts. They wanted to do episodes centered around the artists, like little, you know, catchy stuff. So like episodes like uh, Um I came up with a concept called Inside the Mind and basically it just document it's like a voiceover piece and it's just like a montage of an artist, like everything they go through before they hit the stage and while they're on the stage. So what, they're like shooting the B-roll and then just mm-hmm. putting the voice, the voice the over, over. All right, yeah. that's dope. Simple shit. Is that but, Yeah, you can look it up. Be the one with Joey. I'm going to post a link to that wherever I post links at. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you guys at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. I didn't shoot it or edit it. Yeah. But I but came up with like the concept, concept for the whole thing. Cool. Like I came up with the concept and then... um. How many people, how many artists did you guys do it for everyone on the label? We did it for a few artists. I can't remember. It was yeah. so much has happened. Like right. and it was only like a couple of years ago, but so much has happened in the past yeah. two years that is just like That's crazy. I f- like I forget like everybody that we did it with. That's dope. Okay, so yeah. those are the type of things that you were doing there. And then was at this point in time, are you fucking with the camera more? Yes. And then you start being shooting. being that cinematic allowed me to really like okay now I'm working in the field where like I'm getting paid I could live off this mm-hmm. now I have more free time let me really start getting into the camera more. Were you, you know what I'm saying like were you showing up to sets and shit or what were you no, doing? No, I was just camera? being that I worked at cinematic I was like you know I'll just you know and and I'm doing content creation I'm on the I'm on the site of the shoots anyway. That's let what me I'm just saying. Bring so you're my on camera. set. So yeah. You, you oh yeah, on like, set. Yeah, you call it. Were you getting yeah. like BTS type shit? Yeah. Like you're just catching. Yeah. So were they hiring you to do BTS as no, well? No, I was just shooting it just because, and then I was giving them the images just because. And they were I, just, I just want yeah. They was like, oh yeah, damn, this is crazy. Like I didn't know you like could really shoot. Okay. Just, Here we go. Allow me to get now. We're getting we into like the, the okay. like more recent. So stuff. was that at that time? Would you say uh, that being at this label, and I don't know what it was. Was it like one specific moment where you're shooting shit? And you're like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. this is it. This is what I want to do. Because now you have the blog, which you had done photo shit prior, mm-hmm. and then that died out. As yeah, it died out. Yeah, so that died Barrow's out. Died out. You're putting sure, yeah. all the shit. To, you put a lot of energy into that, and mm-hmm. then you're trying to figure it out, and all of a sudden you're picking up a camera and you're pitching creativity and getting paid for it, which mm-hmm. is very fucking hard to do. Yeah, and living off of it. So at this moment, is this where you're like, okay, creativity has got like my back. Like I want to spend more time here and try to find a way to finesse this or whatever. Was it, did you start knowing that it was camera shit or would you say that it would be like, I want to grow as a content creator. Like as far as like your position at the job, you know what I mean? Like I want to keep coming up with concepts or was it like, I want to, I don't know. What were you thinking? Like, I want to know what you're, what were you brainstorming at the time? Um, at the time when I was shooting, I was like, okay, but I actually remember the, the day that like I, the day that I was like, okay, I should really start taking it serious. Um, no, let's not talk about that day. <laughs> <laughs> let's not fucking talk about yeah, that. Yeah, fuck that day. No, okay. Bro, is, this, is this while you're working at, for... Uh, cinematic, yeah, yeah. cinematic, okay. Um, Joey came in the office for a meeting, and it was like fashion night out or fashion week in New York. So it was like a lot of people in the streets. And um, he came for a meeting, and I had my camera. And then he was like, yo, let's go take some shots. He had on like a fire fit. Like the fit was fire. So like he was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And then uh, we went on the train. Yeah, I saw those pics. Yeah. That was fucking hard. Did that. And it was like, damn, it's crazy because like, we was really just walking through the streets, got on the train. Like, I don't even think Joey knew how much a Metro card like, costed at the time. It was just like, damn. Because like, he had to take in the train for so long. For real? Yeah. Because he was booming like that hard. Yeah, like, that yeah, yeah he's, this is Joey, like, he's, like, he's, Joey's he's, crushing right now. 
touring yeah. around the world. Like, you know but what how saying? do you know? Had he seen your shit before? Like at this point, like when he's like, "Yo, let's go take pictures." Or nah, was he that just was just like, my boy. He said I had the camera. And he was in the office, but like, he was, just knew you would be able to at least get some decent. You know, I mean, someone might have a camera and you might waste. Yeah, some I mean, time he trusted around. me. Like he trusted me. Like he was like, yeah. "Yo, it's my boy. Like you got a camera. Okay, like well. let's just take some shots." It's yeah. just like, "Yo, just." take some pictures of your friends and That's stuff tight. so we just did it and then it came out really dope and yeah. I was just like oh damn like this is pretty tight the and one then, of him hanging upside down yeah that, that was the one it's like did he use that for anything uh Instagram just Instagram yeah a lot of shit just get used for that the that shit should have been for a fucking magazine cover or something yeah I'm gonna blow it up one day for real that shit would be super tight yeah okay so you guys do that and that was like the moment you kind of knew mm-hmm. what, what was it was it the reaction he got on the internet or was it just no like it was just me it was just me seeing the you image just saw, you were yeah like, oh, I was fuck, just I like that. I was like damn like this is kind of kind of dope yeah and then I was just like yo I'm gonna keep going with this so is this the beginning of you and Joey working together more extensively or not nah was the tour we were on was that your first one with him like yeah technically, that was my first yeah yeah first tour okay as a photographer rewinding back mm-hmm. everyone's sitting here fucking like ring, ring, ring. like mm-hmm. yeah we're like, like all right like, so before you do joey's before we go on tour together mm-hmm. you had done i remember you talking to me and you were like yeah i've been touring like fucking nonstop, dog i think this is gonna be my last one yeah or something like that yeah, yeah i was tired as fuck at the time so, i was working with g herbo okay at the time. and you were touring with him yeah and then this is coming from the office job. Yeah, office job. So yeah. are they sending you out? Yeah, because cause you know from the BTS stuff I was doing in the office from like, you know, uh, just the stuff I was doing on my own, it was like, oh, like you, you want to like go on the road? And I was like, yeah. They are like, oh, you go with Herbo because Shipes was co-managing Herbo at the time. Was this like a photo and video or just photo? Photo video. It was? Yeah. So you were editing too? Yeah. So you started like picking up the trade of it or whatever. What were you doing? Studying just... YouTube. Yeah, on iMovie. I've edited iMovie. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So then, so then you start, you know, you start touring with him. Then was there another tour after that? How many tours were after that before we got? We went, he went on his headlining tour after he dropped Ballin' Like I'm Kobe, his mm-hmm. mixtape. And then after that, he uh, went on tour. Him and Bibby opened up for Pusha T on the Darkest Before Dawn tour. Yeah. And I went on that tour. For both of them? Like capturing for both of them? or just Yeah, him? mostly for Herbo though. Yeah. I got a little for Bibby, but yeah. mostly for Herbo. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, then after that, Herbo went on the Smokers Club tour mm-hmm. and I went on that as well. Wait. So that's three tours back to back. Was there two smoker, Smokers Club tours? Yes. All right. So I'm not sure if you know, but the Smokers Club is a brand and uh, they they get artists and put together. Oh, uh, like, okay. I always thought that was, ju- I thought that was Juicy J's like tour. Like, oh, I no, that was no, no. Tour. He was booked for the Smokers Club uh, okay, tour. I it's got the you. Smokers Club tour presents Damn. the artists. Okay. Yeah. My fuck up. All right. So, so then you do that and then you go on the Blank Fest tour? yeah okay so in between there you're touring and shit what are you learning like are you learning like new things about your camera that you didn't know before are you learning things about video shit obviously you weren't video editing that often before but you're like kind of forced into it they were telling you to do it right yeah so what do you like what are you picking up i'm picking up i'm just like learning on the go I, i'm shooting i was shooting with a 6d now when I was shoot, I still shoot a 6D. Mm-hmm. I need to upgrade, to be honest. That's crazy. Yeah, I still, this is all about, like, how you finesse Hell yeah. what you shoot. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, so I was just learning on the go, to be honest. And then, just picking up little things. Are you loving touring still? or is Yeah, this, I love traveling. Were you, know you guys saying? doing bus tours? or right, All your tours bus tours, or were you doing vans and shit? 
Sprinters. Sprinters? Sprinters. The bus, the only bus tours it did was the first Smokers Cup tour with Juicy J was uh, was a bus. And then the Benefit tour was a bus. Damn, so you went from bus to Sprinters back to bus? Sprinters, yeah. Shit. Number of Sprinters, yeah. Shit. Were they the Sprinters with the, the bunks? No. They were just like regular ass Sprinters? All hotels? Hard knock life. Fuck. Yeah, it was cool though. I learned, I learned, I learned to love it. You know, I take pillows from the hotel, make sure my area is nice and comfortable, and yeah, knock out. Yep. Damn, that's crazy. Okay, so while you're touring, like, what's the relationship with your family? I guess, damn, even from I don't even your mom really wanted you to finish college. So mm-hmm. what's that? What's happening there? It's rough. Yeah, she was mad. Yeah, it was like damn everything. Like I was telling you, you just did the opposite of. But. Did she understand? Like, nah, she still don't understand. Really, to this day, yeah. Really, my parents don't really understand it. Like, they like that they see certain things and they'll be like, "Oh, I see you at Diddy's house." They'll get stuff like that. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh, P Diddy." Like, okay, like people they know, but like now they see Joey's face everywhere. He's on all the billboards for American Eagle. Yeah, I'm saying so. They're like, "Oh, I seen Joey in the mall." I'm just like, "Oh, now it's like Uh my son is like." So what? What's that struggle like? Like. You know, I mean, did you ever have to like go home? Like, was there ever any low moments or anything that you had to like climb out of the hole and try to? Were you ever banking out there? A lot of low moments. Yeah, but the high moments make the low moments like worth it for sure. Like the high moments are everything. Damn. So they're. It's probably like right now when they're gonna start figuring it out. Like if they're seeing Joey on American Eagle, shit. It's a little. They they like you know holding back a little bit more now. Yeah. Yeah. You ever take him out to shows and shit? Like when he's in New York? Nah, I, I invited them to the Barclays when Joey performed at the Barclays Center, but they didn't. They didn't <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we good. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Damn. I really got to keep myself motivated. I don't really look to like my family for motivation. My pops definitely instilled work ethic in me though. Yeah. He's one of the hardest working people I've ever seen. So What was he doing? Like uh, uh, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. Were you ever working with him? Yeah, I worked, at, you did I worked work? with him for a little bit, yeah. Okay, damn. So What's like, your mom do? Uh, she works for the city. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Office, like the controller's office. Like she helps people like get their pensions. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, stuff like that. It's like interesting to uh, the di- the time difference now, like where I find it the common thing to do, at least from Iowa, because I was like, just very particular and it made sense like everyone did the same thing you grow up you do this you go to college you get the full-time job and then that's it till retirement and then yeah. you die you know yeah. what i mean and like that was never the life for me me either. i never wanted to live that life i and, was so anti that life i was doing yeah. anything i can't but to live that right. life yeah you know what i'm saying like and i think it's interesting now because you look i think i think the thing that people loved the most was the the security of it Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You had security if you went and got a full-time job and you got benefits and you got insurance and shit all covered or whatever. And then with this, you don't. And you fucking take like low-paying jobs and you know you you get like shitty rates or whatever it is. So you have to kind of come up with that on your own. But I think that's like such a, I don't know, such a weird thing to deal with. And I know a lot of kids probably deal with that too. Like knowing that uh, their families might not agree with their decisions to do that like you you legit left college you know what i mean like for me i was in college i hated it and i knew my mom it was the same thing i was like fuck i'm just gonna yeah i gotta do i almost dropped out and then my aunt she's like my family aunt whatever she like for like says some shit to me about how my mom would like it would fuck her up if i didn't do it and i don't know why but i was like all right yeah i just pounded through it and Mm -hmm. got it and didn't even realize what 
what I was getting into or whatever, like frustrating them. But to me, it just never made sense. Like none of that ever made sense. And yeah. I don't know. So I get why it's tough, but yeah. it's, it, that makes it even harder for you because you got to deal with that and then push through it, you know? Yeah. So then now I guess we go on tour. You do Joey's tour. That shit was fun. She was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. A lot of fun, bro. Um, we were out for just the U.S., Canada yeah. shit, and then we split after like two months or whatever. And then, yeah. But you did tell me on tour that you're like, yo, I'm done. I'm yeah, I was just anymore. I was just like, I just wanted a break, man. I just like, I just felt like tore it out. Like I did like a lot of touring and I just moved to a new state. At the time, just moved to LA. yeah, I just moved to LA. So I was just like, oh, I want to like actually get settled in and like mm-hmm. learn more about where I live now. But I didn't really get a chance to do that. Still haven't, but right, because you know. then you get you get home and then immediately go out with Ray Shimmer. Yeah, for how long? Because we that the US tour ended November, uh, October. Yeah, something sometime. like that. It was like right before uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so like November, like early November, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then I headed out with um, Ray Shimmer in early. Yeah, early. At the same time, I felt like you were like chilling like January, for a second. Yeah, like January, February, some, yeah. something. Yeah, like because then you're out, and now who are they, who are they on tour with? Rich Emmer. Yeah, was it just them? It was yeah. their headline tour. Yeah, in Europe. Oh no, it was then. They, then they went out with the weekend. Yeah, I didn't. Were, I didn't go on that tour. Though. Right. Yeah, but they wanted you to go too, right? Were Were you gonna go on that or something? You were like debating in your head, like I don't know if I'm gonna go on that. Nah, or was the, Joey, the one that you went out with Joey. Nah, I just I don't know why I didn't end up. It just didn't happen. Yeah. But um, my homie Miles Harris, uh, he also shoots for Ray Sherman as well. He's a dope ass photographer. He's like, out with yeah, them? yeah, he had went out with them. So. That's tight. Yeah. I just uh was with them in uh New York for the Madden. They came out for Madden. I fuck 18. with them. I fuck with Ray Sherman. Like, they were really yeah. tight. They're funny as hell. They yeah, were just mad like, fun, bro. Mad fun. Good energy all the time. Yeah. Good spirits. I'm saying turned up. That's dope. And and the photos he were getting were crazy. Thank you, and bro. you guys were going everywhere. Like we were talking about this off off the fucking podcast and shit, but you got to go to like Africa. Yeah, I went I went to Africa the with them time. for the um Sway um did Unforgettable with French Montana. Yeah. Yeah. So um I went out with I went out there with Sway um, That's to Uganda. Yeah. It's my How first time in Africa. There? 18 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so you were fucking in and out? It was just We were in the air longer than we was in Africa. Oh my god. How how long's the flight? Uh we flew from cause all right, so this is basically how it was. So we had a, I flew from LA to to, to Toronto because yeah. there was like a one-off show. So right. they did like a festival with Tiger, something like that. Mm. We did that. Then from Toronto, we flew to Amsterdam. Yep. And then from Amsterdam, we flew to Nigeria. Yeah. Then from Nigeria, we flew to Uganda. There's only one flight in and out of Kampala, Uganda, like every day. So if you miss your flight, you got to wait. Like God damn. So it's like we... Yeah, so that's that was the flight. Fuck, director, whatever. Who directed that? Uh, directed the video. Yeah, do you know? It was Spiff TV, I think. Mm. Yeah, that's Spiff fucking TV. crazy. It was tight, bro. We was we was really like you know we was in the hood. So what, it's like there. I know from traveling, like the hardest part is like, is your goal to explore and do shit that's tight in a new city or a new country or whatever it is. So when you get there, you have to like have gotten enough sleep so that you can enjoy the trip right mm-hmm. so were you trying to sleep before you got there yeah you mean like sleep on the I'm flight i'm terrible at sleeping on the planes yeah so yeah. i'm trying to, did you yeah did you get yeah, i get sleep? extremely high and i just go to sleep oh, okay work. yeah like yeah that's how, that's how i deal with that <laughs> you know what i'm saying so but get, like but like those flights those are like some like especially the flight back home like was crazy from uganda why 
because it was just so long. It's, it felt longer. Oh, yeah. It was the same flight pattern same, back, yeah. but it was just felt so long. I felt like I was traveling for like three days. And then you're just like, fuck, I go home. Because it's like, as soon as, it basically felt like we just landed and yeah. now we're already on the way back. So it was just like, you know. Why couldn't they, why didn't they stay any longer? Because you got another, stuff to do. Fuck. Yeah. In and out. Yeah. What, what was like the best part of that trip? The best part of that trip was actually being in Africa. Like the pictures of the, the, the one of, uh, Sway with like the kid, like he's like yeah. hugging him or whatever. Yeah, he was actually showing him something on his phone. He was, yeah, and everybody was, was like, looking down. I was like, damn, that shit looks so like. <laughs> and yo, it's crazy. I never told anybody this. I shot that with my iPhone. Did you? Yeah, that should look good. Yeah, for the iPhone, it was pretty tight. Damn. Yeah. Why did you shoot with your iPhone? You know, because it was in my hand. I was texting, and you just saw it. I was like, oh snap. Yeah. Yeah. See, I it, think it's, it's not about. Crazy. It's never about like what you're using no. at all. I learned Fuck that no. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, it's about what you see, your vision. Yeah. Like another person might have not seen that photo mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying, yeah, I did. So I no, just I love that. No, for sure, I love that. The yeah. that's like a part. I hate hearing, especially out here in LA, because like when you go and do music videos and shit, and like yeah. you plan for projects, people are tripping on. We have to get the red, and I'm like, why do we have to get the red? <laughs> I, I ask that question get all the, the red time. Cam. Why do we have to get the red? And get the like, R-E. We just gotta. We gotta. Yeah. I just did a video shoot the other day where the dude ended up using uh the one DX, which was mm. fucking a sick ass camera. Whoa. But he used the one DX Mark II and shot a video that was a good budget. Like easily could have had reds, could have stayed like every all the everything you needed. Mm-hmm. And he shot on that shit, no lighting, nothing, whatever. The video looks fucking A1. Mm-hmm. And it was just about getting the content. The people that were sitting there were watching him shoot like he's just banging through the shots and they're like, we've never seen like the label people. We've yeah. never seen someone shoot this quick and shit. It's like, yeah, because it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, yeah. you can get a certain look and shit, but mm-hmm. like, it don't matter. It you doesn't. Just, you're just paying for the hype or whatever. Yeah, that, that's what they're paying for. So, so you did that and then you just, you literally just got off the road with Joey uh, for how long were you out? Two and a half months? Yeah. How was that? Um, it was tight. That was a re- that was bigger. That was a logic. Yeah, this is the logic. We opened up for logic. We just we just got off that tour. So, do you ever shoot logic like in and out of the shows or anything like that, or were you just chilling? I was chilling. Yeah, yeah, I was chilling. No, it was more like you know I was with the homies. Like I love like being around like my pros like Pereira because yeah. it's like we all just be building. It's just about life, building music. Joey like always wants to record music all the time on the bus. So yeah. we just be back there smoking, vibing. You know, yeah, it's building here with the homies. That's what I love most about tour life. Besides the travel, is just like just like the camaraderie that you feel, build yeah. with it's your like a homies. Brotherhood type yeah, it's shit. a brother because it's really you against everybody. Like yeah, all over the all over the U.S. Like it's sick all so the time. It's just like yeah. How being on the road, like I, I don't know why. I just am fucking obsessed with this type of shit, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't do this. But do you ever had the kids messaging you, trying to get photo passes and shit? Oh yeah, all the time. You ever help them? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really depends on how they approach me. I know, right? I'm saying if if they approach me respectfully, of course, I'll, I'll do what I can. I'm yeah. saying, and I, like I know what it's like to want to shoot a show and not have any access to right. it. Like, so I help out. But what then the- some people feel entitled. I know, and they feel like just that's like one thing I've been trying to figure out how to teach like the newer generations of kids because I feel like they think that they they can yeah. say whatever the fuck they want or ask you specific questions like yeah. without thinking about it, and so when they just come at you like, "Bro, give me a pass," like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Yo, like what?" No, I don't know you. You, but people do that shit all the time, and I I like want to encourage like to try to teach people to like truly think about what they're asking because I look at it like this. If I if I'm a kid and I'm starving, I see you all over the fucking internet and mm-hmm. complexes reposting your shit and all these high, all these high beats places are posting your shit. Mm-hmm. 
I have a chance to message you, right? Mm-hmm. And I could just shoot off a quick question when I'm like sitting there trying to buy shit on Amazon. Like, damn, what lens should I get to shoot photos for? I'll ask Lashani. Yeah. Hey, what should, what should I get? And you don't know anything about my budget. You don't know anything. Uh, you don't know what I'm yeah. trying to shoot, all this shit. And they just waste it. And I look at it like, I think of Instagram as like an elevator pitch. Yeah. Like you have one chance to you ask say, a question. Yeah. Like you have 30 seconds. I read, I read like all my messages. And some so. of them are, but yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like some of them And are I respond fucking, to a majority of them. Yeah. Yeah, I respond to a lot of them. That's why I think uh, the biggest problem was is like you see all these messages coming in because they look up to you and you try to help them out but there's a lot of questions that they're asking that are so yeah. redundant which is tough because it's not their fault that they're asking the same question yeah. some other kid is but some of the questions are so small and and like not thought out mm-hmm. and i even try to like reply to those dudes to teach them how to like hey man uh you i got beats for you and i'll be like why do you have beats for me bro <laughs> like did you look at my profile do you not see I'm a fucking photographer right now yeah, like, why are you sending me beats I don't, I don't respond to those I know and I'm like yeah, why'd you do that he's like I don't know I just thought I saw you were with Joey or I saw you with whoever and like that's why I'm sending you this stuff and I'm like you have to please do your research like if you ever want to get someone's attention yeah. you had just like a fucking job like if you're gonna get a job like yeah, people miss that boat sometimes I don't know it's crazy yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so that's damn so that's like the run yeah man what's been your favorite moment so far in life I don't know. I can't say a favorite moment yet. No, there's a lot more moments to be created. Yeah, but you know you've created a shit ton of them so far. Would you say going to Africa was like one of the most like top favorite? number one? Even though it was a quick trip, like quick you were trip, in and out. But yeah, but my second most favorite moment going to Diddy's house. I've been, definitely a, I've been to his house too. And yo, bro, we made it. Yeah, you made it, man. Damn, isn't that tight? And I and I and I made it to the Snapchat, which is pretty tight too. I, I think I uh, remember seeing someone post some shit about that. That's all right. So you go to do, let's explain our Diddy trips. What, <laughs> what happened to you? What, would you wait? I'm, I'm, was it recent? Because I was just there like within the last month. So I'm no, assuming, I was there but like a couple months ago. Okay, I'm like, assuming he lives in like the same July. Place. I think the place he works out of, like he's yeah, in the his, studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, what's that like? Because everyone fucking went nuts for that. I wasn't expecting. I didn't wake up that morning knowing I was going to Diddy's house. I was with Joey in yeah. LA, and then you know I linked him. I met up with him at his Airbnb, and it was like, oh yeah, we going to Diddy's house. I'm like, cool, <laughs> we going to Diddy's house. Yeah. So we pull up. It was just cool. You see, you see the cars and stuff. It's very inspirational because Diddy's somebody that we look at, like I've looked at, especially like as inspiration, especially as a black man, like Fuck seeing yeah. where he came from. Oh yeah. I mean? So it's like just being there alone, haven't even, I didn't meet him yet. It was just like, wow. Like, like you're in the presence. Like of this, it. like places like this exist. You feel yeah. me? Like it was dope. And then he wasn't even there. Um, I met a Christian. Mm-hmm. I met his son. Hello, cool. I met um, a couple of the people. Like, I don't know what everybody did, but. Everybody was hella respectful him, mad polite. You know He's saying? got like an assistant that's funny as fuck. I can't think of his name. Oh, where? Dude was hilarious the whole time we were there. <laughs> where? My, I think Christian's gonna do some videos with my the dude that lives upstairs, my homie Andrew. Where? But they're, they're, like we went over there for a pitch and I was like sitting there. They were like working on a TV show thing mm-hmm. or whatever together. And I think I'm editing it. So mm-hmm. we're sitting at Diddy's house to like run it over with them. And we were there for like a while and he was like doing shit. And mm-hmm. we were we sat in the front with like a security guard for a second. And like we were just chilling, yeah. And the security guard—that that, part is crazy too. The fact that he has like a quarters, like for yeah. like the like, for the guy, yeah, for the guy. He's like just the security, up. he just posted up, like in the crib, though. dude. We sat in there with him, and this dude is this big Russian yeah. looking dude, yeah. And he's like watching YouTube videos on uh, like guns, <laughs> and he's just like pra- like just like I watch premiere tutorials. <laughs> he's like watching these, and I'm like, yo, this dude, he's fucking crazy. He's- and then this other dude we were with was like, yo, sh- tell show him the video of you. And they show Diddy's guy, bro. I swear to God, I watched this video. He's sitting there with a, a 
this like you know like the shooting ranges and they do those practice where like the beep goes off and they have to like pull pull the gun out of the holster and try to shoot the target real quick mm-hmm. so he shows us and there's like this dummy next to the the board and he like beep and he pulls it out shoots the gun and the thing pops or whatever and then a fucking guy walks away and I was like, holy shit. And he literally shot, pulled the gun out and shot at a fucking real guy and shot like something off of his head. And then he told us he, he did it with an AK too. Was able to pull out with like some sort of assault rifle like, and shoot the shit off of a but guy. But what did he shoot off his head? I don't know. It was like, it was like maybe there was, I think it was, okay, here's like what it was. Like a soda can uh, No, it was a hostage thing. So he mm. was supposed to shoot the hostage or like the hostage is the guy. Oh, he's supposed to shoot, shoot the, bad guy. the Yeah, word. So Damn, the bad guy's there and he was able aim. to boom and, and showed us and I'm sitting there like, yo, what? Crazy. Of course this is the guy that sits in Diddy's house. Yo, like, swear. Of he course was be crazy. Like, his hand was massive and shit. Like when we jacked <laughs> up, I was like, oh fuck. But we sat there and Diddy like came out and we were waiting for like 45 minutes and I watched Diddy like answering on two iPads at once, like doing stuff with like his assistants and shit mm-hmm. while someone put a belt on him. And I was like, yo, this is like the most legendary shit <laughs> I have ever seen in my entire life. That's not pretty legendary. It was crazy. And you just stare at him like the history yeah, like, of this man. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the people he's been are. around and, and has touched and shit. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's that's surreal. That's really tight. Yeah. All right. So we got Africa, number one. Yeah, Diddy, Diddy's number two. House, yeah, for sure. And you guys, there's a spot in the future for number three or possibly re- yeah, replacing number you know. one. But you're going back to Africa soon. Yeah, and uh, at the top of October. That's with Joey? Yeah, South Africa. So I remember when we got off the road, you were talking about wanting to get into more like um, directing, possibly, and like creating content like that. Are you still interested in that? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I've been like on my secret squirrel, like operation trying to do. Like I've been like studying that more. Yeah, Yeah, just trying to get more into that. Just being a student. What do you think you want to do? Like what's the ideal scenario? Um, short films, yeah, movies, yeah. That's like the end goal. Yeah, know what I mean, yeah. I want to, okay, I want to tell stories. I want to tell stories of my people, and I want to contribute to how my people are seen in mainstream media, and that's the different dope. stories. And when I say my people, I mean African American people. No, of course, no, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant photographers. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, would you ever do? Would you try to go home and shoot that shit in Brooklyn? I'll shoot it wherever, whatever story I end up deciding to tell. Yeah. That that remains to be seen, and I'm not giving myself like, oh, the next year I want to put out something like yeah. something like this is like this could be forever. Yeah, this right. is forever. This is like my end goal That's for right now. So I'm giving myself time to grow. I'm not too like anxious trying to get too deep into it too quick. Yeah, I'm trying to like take my time with it. Would you try music videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you have any like planned out? Um, no. Just I should actually shot one music video in my life. What was it? Uh, for my homeboy Slater, it's called Still Me. It got per- it got premiered on Fader. Woo! Yeah, I was like, Yo, did you know Fader. it was gonna or nah? Um, nah. His manager at the time was like, Oh, we're trying to get it premiered somewhere, and then I thought it was like gonna be like Double XL or something. Or what was it, what was the video called? Still Me. Okay, it was off his project called um, Dirty Game. I'll, it's out still, right? Yeah, it's I'll on like YouTube. It. You like it still? You yeah. watch it? Is it fun to watch it? It's funny. It's funny, right? It's funny watching it because I was I know so much more stuff. I would do better now. How about when you, if you look back at like your recaps from your shows that you guys were doing, mm-hmm. do you feel like you do them ten times differently now? No, you still do. I love that chapter of my life for what it was. Yeah, because I met a lot of people through Barrow House. I met a lot of people through like that time frame. Right. So it's like I love what that was in my life. I closed that chapter. Now I'm building out mm-hmm. the rest of my story. You know what I mean? Who would be like? The ideal artist to work with. Ideal artist 
for me to work with. Directing, directing. photography, whatever you want. Hmm. I would love to work with Michael Jackson if he was alive. That would been crazy, huh? Bruh. Just, I feel like just working with him alone would just make you elevate your craft like tenfold. That just, type of dedication, like, yeah. come on, bro. I know. That type of precision. It's like the, it has to be perfect. Everything has to be perfect. He and he was that's so what I strive particular. For you know, so I mean? particular. That shit's what that shit's so inspiring. But it's crazy because I didn't grow up on that. I didn't yeah. get to grow up on that at all. Like, I grew up on Michael Jackson, my favorite artist, growing up as a kid. A majority of my friends, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. So like, I didn't get put on till like, as a until child, like, college, like late, sure. late college. That's when finally people started being like, "You have to hear this shit." Really, like, Michael yeah. Jackson? Yeah, dude. Because I mean, I was I lived in Iowa. We had MTV, which was. Michael okay. Jackson ran yeah, MTV. It was too, okay though. for a while though, but yeah. like I couldn't. I I lived in the so like I literally lived in the borderline of the country. So only times I got to watch MTV was when I went to my friend's house, like inside, <laughs> in town. Like I lived like two houses away from being considered in the country. So like it was tough to to watch that shit and like taking yeah. new music. So I only really got music from my friends whenever they like burn CDs and shit yeah, the same right. way and stuff. But at, until a later year, and then I started looking at him like, whoa, this dude was crazy and i remember when he died one of my friends was at his funeral and was talking about how wild it was and you're just like that's fucking like you saw the impact that he had on the world for his whole life you know what i mean like since he was a child like the impact that he's had on the people these he he helped shape the world Uh, his music is that powerful Uh, you know what i mean and he and his visuals i'm saying if you want to bring it back to the visuals i'm saying like his visuals crazy. was unmatched. And I'm saying nobody's say, doing videos no, like that. Still, even now, on, like he did everything. Yeah, it's like, very hands-on. Shit, I don't know how. That dude I would did love it. to work with Michael Jackson. That would be right, a dream. Rest in peace. I um, we did we did a documentary like last year about Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. And so when we were with her, we were in the studio. She was recording a new album. We recorded at uh Marvin Gaye's studio, mm-hmm. and it was the last studio that Mike ever recorded in. And so when we'd be in there, she would literally like Mary would be singing like a line. And at the end, she just be like, woo! She like screams. She's like, ah! Oh, and she'd be like fanning herself, like trying to cool mm-hmm. down. And she's like, I felt like that wasn't me. That was Mike. Yeah. And she's like, that's why I love recording here is because it's like Drake's, you know, Marvin's room. Yeah. Like, everyone goes there to try to get a piece of Mike. Yeah. And she's like, he takes me over. And mm-hmm. he like, he's the one that directed that. And like, I'm like, damn, that's like, the... and just that's being crazy. in the booth with her. It's like, it's like, that's a what ghost I'm saying, bro. Right? That's what I'm saying. That energy, just imagine like if we would have had a chance to meet him. Fuck. I'm saying like, that's too crazy. Like that Prince, like all these people that go early is like, yeah. it's a thing, man. It's um, crazy. But I, that's like the beauty of him leaving the art behind because yep. it's some it's there for people to discover, you know. And that's ultimately my end goal too. Like I want to leave enough behind to help shape the future. Hell yeah. Whether I'm here or not, you know what I mean? Like I want to right. leave enough behind. Who do you have to, who do you, right now, who are you trying to help the most? Who do you who are you working with the most? So is there anybody you have underneath you that you're trying to kind of like guide through your experiences or anything? Um, not anybody I'm trying to guide particularly, but like I have a circle of friends that we all inspire one another. We all hang out. We all just you know just right. feed off of each other's energy. Yeah, so, yeah. So That's dope. I got homies like that. I guess. Uh, fuck, we're at an hour. Mm. We did one hour, dog. Right. Uh, I got like. Gang of questions from oh, yeah. 
Can I do those? Yeah, we answer all of them. All right, cool. So I, I I put it out. I have the Black Window Cream Facebook group. Those are all my homies. I got seven hundred people in there right now. Okay. We in beta mode. But I yeah. told them you were coming, and I got a bunch of questions. So I'll just kind of string through them. You don't have to do them too in depth, and I'm sure a lot of these yeah, I just you know you know uh, we probably already in. touched on some of these, but um. Will Adams, he asked, what was your main source of creative income at the start? Or did you jump into it from a career? I'm looking for more creative ways to make money with my craft. Would love insight. I'm looking for more creative ways to make money with my craft too, bro. Yep. Um, uh, I would say it definitely took me having a job mm-hmm. to be able to uh, fund my creative output. Like, like the I, job at the label? The job at the label took right. that. I, I couldn't do that without having that that support. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So definitely that. Right. Okay. So fuck, dude. Every, I did this last podcast. I never get these dudes' names right. <laughs> How would you say this? T H I J S. Damn. Right. That's his first name. Big homie T. There we go. Big homie T says. <laughs> <laughs> How did you go from doing free shoots to doing paid shoots? Free shoots to paid shoots. Uh, when I got my cloud up, now let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I still, to be honest, like, it's just a matter of what you demand. You get what you negotiate, you know what I mean? Like, if you feel like you're worth that much and then you demand that much, mm. you just got to sell it so people want to pay it. You got to, right. and your work has to match what you're paying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? If you know you're an amateur and you know your, your, your shit is not at that level yet, then don't, you know, jump the gun. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, actually build up your talents. And when you get your talents up and you start getting them clients... As your as your client list gets bigger, so does your rates, and yeah. then you just figure it out from there, depending on your budget and everything that you need to live. I fucking figure it out like agree. that. Um, my dude Sosa says, let's see, what's he say? What's the most successful form of self promotion for you? What kickstarted working for the big name artists? Obviously, we've heard that shit, mm-hmm. but. I do like the idea of like self promotion. Like, what are you doing currently? I guess so, obviously we heard how it kind of got to where it is right yeah. now, and you uh, we gain momentum through the artists we work with. But what would you say is your goal for promoting your art right now? My goal for promoting my art, or like ways to that I like ways that I promote my yeah. Like, art. have have you found like obviously you could take photos and like same with me with Q. It's like mm-hmm. Q tags me in the shit and I start getting more followers. Every mm-hmm. time that happens, I get more followers and it's like yeah. they just keep fucking coming or whatever. Yeah. Like, obviously that's one way to gain attention but do you ever try to collaborate with uh, any outside source companies or anything? Like, have, yeah. have anybody tried to approach you for like photo shoots and things like that that could... More recently now than um, before like a lot yeah. has been coming in but I'm, I'm real selective with that kind of stuff like because I know like there's a certain vision that I have for my name and my brand and I want it to be at a certain level so I try not to just do anything you know what I'm saying yeah, I'm yeah. real like selective with, yeah. like what I do like even this podcast of, of course I'm gonna do it no, like, yeah. I haven't done a podcast before but I got hit up about podcasts you know what I'm saying yeah. I got the first you, one you got the first one so hey. it's like <laughs> you know what I'm okay, saying that's exclusive <laughs> Word. that's tight so um no yeah. I hear you yeah that so makes sense. You know what I'm saying so I'm just real selective with that and um, I don't know if I answered the question. Did I? Ah, who cares? <laughs> saying shit. I mean, they're, they're gonna love this either way. I don't even know if the GoPro. I think that shit died. Dude, that's all good. It is what it is. You rocking out? Yeah. Um, let's see how many. Let's see, Robert, Robert, Pop, Tomas. Damn. How do you say that, dude? Like Robbie P. All right, Robbie P. <laughs> says, "How many years of photography do you have?" It sounds like what? Since two thousand ten. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, I could say that. Like, I've been shooting to pay my rent, like solely shooting to pay my rent for like two years. 
So professionally? Professionally. Like, yeah. As a profession, too. Yeah, That's a crazy feeling, too, huh? Weird you don't pay your fuck. But I love, like, like the life I live is, like, the freelance life is kind of dope. It's super Being dope. able to set your own schedule and stuff. Like, everything. Yeah. And you like L.A. over New York? Or? I love L.A. More than New York? Or? Yeah. I love nature. I love, like, me like me and my friends, like, we always, like, outside, like, doing stuff. Like, hiking and shit? Yeah, You ever hiking. go out to, like... All the time. Running. running I go to... Uh, what's the another one? By... Creek Theater? Like, what, uh, I don't know. There's, like, a, a hike over there by Creek Theater. Oh, okay. I, I, I did that yeah. one a couple of times. You ever do Malibu The Cover uh, City stairs? stairs? I did the Cover City Stairs. Oh, yeah? Not the Malibu Those Stairs. Those yeah, those are pretty. Yeah, pretty I did the mountain ones. Ass, so yeah. Fucking tough, dude. Yeah, I like going to the beach. You yep. know, like going for drives and stuff. Dude, I fucking never. It sucks. Like I feel but like I, I, don't I have but time. I, I grew up in the city, so it's like it's yeah, different for me. This there. is like oh wow, being in the hills and yeah. stuff, seeing that stuff, mm-hmm. being able to see like the stars. And yeah, it's kind of kind of tight. See, since I got here from that's funny as fuck because we come from Iowa to here. <laughs> that's what I was gonna never, say. I'm we sure don't you, see the stars. Oh, you like, don't? I don't think this is this is not the stars. Oh, you know what I mean? Like when you're in Iowa, that shit's like. I mean, you see it on the road. You Where, see it. But yeah. I, to me, I'm like, it's so, uh, like, the, the air is so fucking shitty out yeah. here that you're just like, damn. But sometimes. Pollution and shit. Like, yeah. Uh, but that's funny coming from, like, New York where you everything's too bright to really see Everything is too bright and too tall. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like boxy fishing. Damn, that's crazy. Right. Uh, let's see. What else did they say? What, were they, what, were, what are three things you wish you knew before as a beginner that uh, would have helped you? Um, that's from the same dude, Robbie P. Sorry, I'm. Three things. Uh, give me one. What's at least one thing you wish you would have known five years ago? One thing I wish I would have known five years ago in life or just for photography? Uh, probably around F- photography. Photography. But I think life- I don't know. Like I'm still like learning hella new shit. Like the one one thing about me is like I'm I'm not a know it all. I'm yeah. quick to just research and just keep reading and reading and reading and reading. Right. So like I'll, I'll research stuff and find out new things all the time. Yeah. Like I like I'm never gonna be satisfied to think that I'm like oh I'm dope now. Like I think I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like, like, yeah. like I'm like it's yeah. it's cool. Like whatever, right. whatever. Like being able to travel and shoot and yeah. stuff is dope. But it's like I never get content. With yeah. The knowledge I have, I'm always willing to find out about new cameras. I hear and that stuff like that. So that's one thing I would say. Always stay hungry. For sure, stay hungry. You know what I'm saying always stay hungry and be willing to like learn about new things. Yeah, Word. I'm with that. Corey uh, Calado, I don't fucking know. He says, um, "What was the turning point in your career? Like the one defining moment?" And I think we already we hit that for sure. But yeah. he said, uh, "When you realize it wasn't just amateur jobs anymore." Is that pressure weird for you? Like. When I got hit up to do press shots, that was like, I was like, oh shit, I need to know lighting and like all this When did you get shit. hit? When was this? Um, with Herbo. Like oh, so, so that was a while yeah. back. I was doing like a lot of Herbo stuff at the time. So, so you're talking like studio press shots? Like? Yeah, studio press shots. Like, you know, putting together looks, having a stylist there. How'd you do that? What um, was the process? I mean, that is intimidating. I mean, I, I just had to focus on like, you know, the, um, the, like, the actual, like, a photo shoot I didn't have to put together the looks nothing there was a stylist there for that so that took a full lot of but I mean with the photo shoot because you're going for flash photography is that what yeah like with lighting like strobes and yeah. stuff like that I didn't know anything about that right so, so I just brought I brought my homie with me oh for real and then he, uh, he yeah I, I gave him some bread hell yeah and he like so he, he hooked it up for me yeah 
But then you learn from that shit, so now you yeah, so now I could do it on my own. Because I never do studio photography shit. Yeah, I never have. It's a totally different, totally different animal. Yeah, I love it though. I think that's like my next step. I'm gonna start doing more studio stuff. Be more creative with the lighting. Yeah, we almost rented this fucking spot that had like these two huge white psych walls, and it was set up for. It was actually crazy because the dude that was renting it from the guy that we were like gonna buy it from, mm-hmm. he we went over there and we were looking at each other and my friend was like, "Oh Ben, he's going to shoot Q and Kendrick at Lala," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Did you were you with Q in New York and like mm-hmm. we put it together?" And he was like a photographer for some mag- Essence magazine or something mm-hmm. that shot Q. So I was there like shooting behind the scenes of him shooting this shit, and then we are both in LA at the same it's spot. That, yeah, it was like the craziest random shit. I yeah. don't know, it was wild, bro. But like, yeah, studio photography is like. The wave. Yeah. I think this is tight because this question's from the Ukraine. This dude, uh, Alexander, he said, "What inspiring you?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, "Where the fuck is he from?" And I'm like, "What inspiring you? <laughs> what inspiring you? What's inspiring me? Um, life, my friends, my loved ones. That's yeah. enough motivation. That's enough inspiration. Uh, other filmmakers like Ben inspires me. Uh, you know, uh, my boy Slick inspires me. My boy P, Pro Era, all the pros, Joey, everybody, everybody that I hold close to my heart inspires me. Is Slick still? Is he? Is he in California now? Yeah, or? he lives. He lives out here. So now he's with this guy, or, or no? Yeah, he's still. He's still. It's like day to day type shit. Yeah, that's dope. So you guys shoot together a lot. No, we don't actually. Really? When like whenever we're together, we just do regular stuff like right, just, just chill not and do like work. yeah, not do work. Yeah. We need to. We probably. I mean, it's like long overdue. We should have been like collaborating on something, but it's gonna happen. It'll it'll be dope when that happens. Yeah, it is, like yeah. I'm just waiting for the right time. Yeah, yeah. Um, who is that? I saw a picture on your Instagram, and it was like a a photo of a dude, and you had like a blue wall and these white clouds hanging from strings. What was that for? Oh, that was T Pain. That was T Pain. Yeah. What was that? Press shots. Just that you shot for T Pain. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They hit me up. The management hit me up for uh, new press shots. He was about to drop um his new single with Young and May. Okay. And he went in just new photos, um, new clothes, new style. You know, it's like his second win. So was that like, your idea on the clouds? Like that was that? my homie Michael. That shit. Was yeah. Tight. Um. I brought him and his girlfriend L in yeah. to um help with creative direction for that. Um. I, I got hit to shoot. Love that. So I just brought them in. It was like, yo, like he's like he always like he makes robes and like lab coats and stuff like that. Like real player ass shit. Like, yeah. Shit is like some fire shit. Damn. But um. Yeah. So uh. He was like, yo, like I want to hang like this pillow stuffing from the ceiling. Yeah. Like, make it look like he's like floating like with the clouds. I'm like, all right, cool. Did the I only saw one picture with with the rest from Dope. Yeah, they were cool. Did you do multiple looks or was it just Yeah, that multiple one? looks. Um the one I liked the most is the one I actually posted uh with the magnifying glass with oh, T yeah, Pain's Dog, that team. shit was that was him. I didn't even realize yeah, that. Yeah, that's T Pain. I tagged him on it, but like yeah. It, it was cut off. It was just showed like the yeah, magnifying glass. That shit was dope as fuck. Yeah, um uh, you're trash. Uh, <laughs> Nick, super trash. Yeah, you're a terrible photographer. Don't uh, listen to nothing I just said. No, don't everyone shut the podcast off. All right, uh <laughs> Nick Ricca said, uh, dope, fucking love his work. How do you connect with Joey? We already answered that. How do you connect with bigger artists if you're from a small area? I mean, I guess Brooklyn's not small by no, any it's means. It's the Mecca. And I like some fairly large artists have come from, <laughs> from fucking Brooklyn. I, I don't know if you can touch on that. I mean, it's still hard, like yeah. coming from stuff like that. But like, you really just got to network. Sorry for you. On the no, you're good. You really just got to like, you got to get out there and get your name known. Like, nobody gonna do it for you. You can't just sit behind the screen and just spam people all day. You gotta go out there and shake hands. Like, 
Like if you listen to my story, like I did a lot before I got to where I am. Like, yeah, I did, and it's still so much more I have to do, and yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to doing a lot more. But you really just got to network and just you know, yeah, one hundred percent. And you got to keep your name clean. You got to always be like your reputation is everything. Yeah, you got to be known as a solid individual. You know what I'm saying that's sure. like first and foremost. Yeah, otherwise you're fucked. Yeah, it's over for you. You do just in life. You know what I'm saying? Strike. Like yeah, just in life. It. Like not even in photography. Right. Like, just in life. Just be a good person. Yeah. Just look out for people. Yep. Be humble. Be respectful. And then, you know, work hard. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Uh, Taylor Marie, this girl's dope. She's in, she's always posting a black on the cream, but she said, um, was Joey's show with Q in Lowell, Massachusetts, the most lit show of the Blank Face tour last year? Yes or yes? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one? No, I don't. I don't either. It was tight though. Uh, All them shows was lit. Every were, single one. They were. Crazy. I can't even pick one. The crazy. I can't. Uh, Orlando might have been crazy for me. Orlando was fucking wild. It was like a hot box. It was just that like, shit. It was tough. Did you get any good photos? Like I don't. Nah, remember, my like, oh, my lens was just like blurred out. Blurred out. It the was whole so time. hot in Orlando, dog. Like we were. And then Smack came out when Joey was there. And Smack's like, ah. Mm. <laughs> he was fucking Yo, shout out to Smack. Man. That was like Smack his first dude. time running on stage feeling yeah. like the band. It was lit. But that was the energy. Like, the energy in the room just made you just want to run on stage. It was so and, like, crazy. crazy. I yeah. mean, kids were getting up and, like, jumping off. That shit was, like, some real punk shit. Was, <laughs> yeah, it shit was tight. Uh, damn. Oh, that was crazy as fuck. All right. <laughs> there's this dude, uh, Sean Cooper. He's cool. I've seen a lot of... He actually... This kid actually made a video... Uh, I thought this was dope as fuck. He posted it was a a bunch of Kendrick videos from tour mm-hmm. from different cell phone angles that had been uploaded to the internet. And he downloaded all of them and cut it into like a sizzle reel as if he were the one that shot all of that shit. Like it would look uh, like some shit we create because we yeah. didn't get anywhere. Yeah. But he just had his angle from tour, like from his show where yeah. he paid for the ticket and then cut the rest of it. And it was like TD retweeted all this shit. It was oh, dope. Yeah, shit. so the kid's cool. Um, he asked a shit ton of questions. I just want to pull one out. Uh, yeah. First question, the last question he asked was most important question is, do they feed you well? <laughs> <laughs> that, that yes. yes, they do. They feed you well. Shout out to catering. Yeah, catering, catering is lit. Hit or miss sometimes, but yeah. fucking pretty much on point. Um, his thing I thought was interesting was he was talking about these contracts and negotiating, obviously, uh, your pay, but his specific was on the copyright for your work. It says, Mm -hmm. it seems that there are agreements in higher level work that the pay grade compensates for leaving your name off of social media posts and other use for artists, Mm -hmm. which is common for like artwork for albums, albums and shit. Um, He says, do you push for people to credit you and your work or does it bother you when they don't? I feel like there's a point where you're so well connected. There's no need to be credited anymore except for the principle of being an artist. Mm. That's yeah. an interesting subject. Yeah, that's really interesting. I used to care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't really care about getting tagged anymore. It's cool if it happens. I never once asked anybody to ever tag me on anything in life. Never have? Uh, I'm kind of like, kind of a pride thing for me. Yeah, for sure. Because like, I don't know. I don't know if I look too deep into it, but I'm like, yo, if you want to tag me, you tag me. Like, if you fuck yeah. with me that much, you tag me and show me love. If not, it's, it's all love mm-hmm. still. Like, I don't care. Like, you're paying me anyway yeah. to do this do yeah. this service like you like my vision so you're paying me for the photos right. you know what I'm saying I don't look at it that way so um, nah it doesn't really bother me no. I would say nah it doesn't really bother me I've seen a lot of people in this industry trip over that type of shit and yeah. and it like to a point like kind of pisses people off where you're either asking to get your credit 
or you're not asking to get the credit or you're talking about something you did and it makes people mad because you were there because of whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if you're on tour with Joey and you're saying, oh, I did this and stuff, but he's the one that provided the opportunity for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where they look for that shit. But I think it's interesting. I think that just referencing what you got shit from is cool mm-hmm. and I agree that it doesn't always need to be, especially on tour because it's like at that point, yeah. you're the dude. But like it helps photographers. Like I've seen like people uh, not be tagged in shit and mm. I wonder why they don't do that mm-hmm. for artists because I'm like for a photographer A most of the time these photographers are going out for like next to nothing because there's all these kids that are going like y'all do it for free Yeah. so these photographers have to take low ass rates and I'm like at the end of the day you should just at least negotiate You're like yo have them shout you out mm-hmm. all the time and then yeah. as your as your gram grows you can start using that to help yourself help leverage yourself yeah. you have to pay for camera shit and yeah whatnot. of course and that's tough so like if you could say hey I'll, I got a million followers because i'm always getting tagged by this person yeah use that million as like compensation to get yourself a free lens from someone or get a new bag or whatever because yeah. it's nah, fucking tough i i definitely think i should probably play the game more that way you know what i'm saying um because i mean it makes sense but i haven't really like done that yet yeah you know what i'm saying i haven't really like use that to my advantage yet like i think using i see my everyone tags you like ray Sherman, they're always tagging you i was like oh yeah. i ain't about to get yeah, and I, I never asked. You know what I'm saying like yeah. they wanted to do that, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying that's that's cool. that's, that's show, that, like that's showing mad love. Yeah, but it's just like I never really looked at it like yo. I mean, I want to get tagged unless it's like a fire ass photo. I'm like, yo, I want saying. people yeah. to know I took this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like no, that's what I'm saying. But I, not only for that fact that you took that specific yeah. picture, but that's gonna lead kids. I think there's kids that watch that shit and they look at oh fuck this dude's this picture was dope. Who's the person? Yeah, and they go and find you, and then all of a sudden they're discovering this whole feed of content and yeah. you know all of a sudden then they find this this podcast and this podcast whatever you said halfway through could have changed their fucking life, life. Yeah, you know what right, I mean so right, like right, to right, me yeah. that's cool I for exposure that, yeah. and just that's how you have the, the internet but it's yeah when, you th- when, like, when I think about it from that angle for sure like yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying like it's dope to get tagged and all that but primarily like my first like feeling towards it is like, like it's cool it. yeah it is what yeah, it is it's cool yeah I remember I was getting uh I was doing a bunch of behind the scenes stuff for like Chris Brown and shit. Yeah. And he was posting the photos and I just thought it was like the dopest thing in the world. Never yeah. tagged me once yeah. until like for uh, way later. But like I was just seeing my shit get like hundreds of thousands and of likes. likes. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking crazy. And read and reading the comments and seeing people talk about the photo. Yeah. Like, yo, like that's the rewarding feeling. Like, right. Yo, like something that I like saw was like, it's like dope enough. Yeah. Everybody felt compelled to say something it's about it. It's a fucking it. trip. You know what I'm saying? That's like the real prize for me. Yeah, like, for Seeing sure. people like feel some kind of way about mm-hmm. my art like yeah that's like the real product yeah i've had i've had i had one kid that's been on my fucking ass about giving him a picture of q mm-hmm. just this one picture he's just been asking me he <laughs> he like it was in some somewhere in europe and he's just been like yo can i can i get into this shit I, I was like i got him into the show all this stuff yeah. but for some reason he had an issue tripping with his camera and couldn't get in and i didn't get my dms because you know you don't have like yeah. internet internet yeah and i didn't see it till after the show so he never got in and he was like so bummed but i think he was like hot at me first because yeah. he's like why didn't you get me in I'm like I did everything I could have done to get you in bro right. and at the end of the day he like understood and then he apologized and then he's like can you give me a picture of him that no one else has and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> like, I'm like really maybe good. And yeah. he, but he's been asking me since then like since Christmas you know what I mean hey, yo can I get this picture can I get this picture and he's like I printed a frame I, I have everything I just want to have this picture and I was like fuck I just went through my shit real quick I'm like does this one work for you bro and he's like yes thanks so much oh, yeah. well. I'm like okay cool and it just like made this kid's day they were. but it was crazy he would have never found me if it had nothing to do with Q posting the shit or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, true, true, true. And shit. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, I'm gonna wrap these up. I got like three questions left. All right, cool. Let's get it. Uh, this one's I had like two from Instagram, but um, everyone else was just excited to hear it when I said I had you come in. No one really had questions. There was like, dude, this is gonna be tight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks for fucking telling me that. I already know. Uh, what your first camera? You already said it was probably a, a Nikon something. Yeah, my 17. very first camera, like when I was like 19. It was like a D seven thousand or something like that. I, I I forget. It was like it was. I remember it had the pop up flash yeah, yeah. and it had. It was like a small camera. The seventy seventy had a pop up flash too, didn't it? I'm pretty sure it did. It did, but it was a Nikon though. I remember that it was. specifically. Yeah, that was from at Chris. I don't know how you say your name. Oh, uh, what about favorite favorite camera and favorite lens to use? Uh, while while you're at like at shows. At shows, yeah. Um. I use a uh, wide angle 17 to 40 millimeter on a 6D when I shoot like shows. I like capturing like the whole crazy shit. shit. Yeah, crazy shit. Also had a 24 to 70 millimeter zoom mm. um, L series. Yeah. Love that shit. Yeah, that shit's like, you use that. It's good for every situation. Yeah. Even like the vlog part of it. Like, yeah. Because keys, dude, I, I didn't have one for Q's thing. And right away, he's coming at me super. Um, I had like a 50 mil. And yeah. I, he's like running past the, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. it's all blurry, dog. You have to stay away from me. Yeah, where you go running up to the camera yeah. and shit. Where. I love that lens. Um, yeah. Noyager, I don't know. He just said, I'm so hyped for this podcast. And someone like Ashani is exactly who I want to hear from. Tight. How do you shoot film, or how often do you shoot film? Do you ever shoot film? Yeah, that's all I shoot now. Film? Yeah, photos. You're getting all that shit developed. Yeah. Damn, I thought those I'm were going broke. Lightroom presets. I'm going broke, bro. Wow, that's expensive. Yeah, got a lot of plane shoots. Yeah. Got a couple like yeah. What's it like your favorite camera? I don't know. I don't ever shoot. I got film. a I've got a Olympus stylus. Yeah. A clamshell. I just shoot. That's plane cool. shoot. Yeah, tight. Um, I got a Minolta, uh, Freedom. The fuck name freedom something um, I, got, I got it for like 25 bucks at a store really yeah damn that cheap got some crazy shit yeah i just i just posted a photo today i just shot with it really that. yeah i just posted it before i came here oh damn yeah. oh, i'll post those i don't know i'll post those cameras and shit Links yeah, to that shit yeah in the description. uh how yeah, you can find it on ebay y'all for like you know probably cheap. Yeah, 15 dollars that's crazy that's yeah and, knock and the fucking out. film though is like yeah. more than that yeah like how much that is film, the roll uh nine dollars oh okay but still, yeah. that's like half the camera body. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but it's super fun. Yeah, super light. And is I just it tough like, to like get used to it? Like um, you, you know, obviously with digital, you can pretty much see what you're gonna shoot. No, nah, I've, I've actually been shooting film for like a little minute now. Yeah, like yeah, like I've been shooting film for like a little while, so I'm used to it. Like I'm always spending money, get stuff developed. I want to get more into it. I want to get a medium format camera. Yeah, that'd be sick. I was looking at some medium format point and shoot cameras. They actually have those. I didn't know. So, really? Yeah. Are they expensive? Like 120, like 900. Oh, damn. That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. It's no. medium format. Like, you could blow the shit up. Well, super big. big. as fuck. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Damn, yo. That'd be... F I always thought you were really fucking crushing it with, like... Lightroom. Light nah, that was like... <laughs> nah, that was early days. That yeah. was like... I would say, like... Probably, like... Even... Like, right after Blank Face. Yeah. Right after Blank Face tour is when I started, started really going hard with the film. That's yeah, dope. film, yeah. Like uh, when I got to LA, I was in LA. Yep. Yeah, um, cool. I was shooting a film on the Ray Shrummer tour. Yeah. I want to challenge myself and try to like fuck with it. 
Yeah, it's very tedious, but it's like Christmas every time you get your images back. Oh yeah, bet. So yeah, that, that feeling, feeling. Is, yeah. You don't touch them up after that at all. Nah, if, if I do touch them up, I probably sharpen them a little bit, but nothing. I won't throw nothing on them. What's the process for that though? Like, how do you do? You just are you just fucking taking a picture with your phone? And nah, then? I get it scanned. You do get scanned. Yeah. So when you get them developed, they come with that. I'm not asking super yeah. new questions. Yeah, yeah, nah, they uh, yeah, you can either scan to CD or USB, uh, or crazy. they email it to you. Email you. They're scanning and email it to you. Damn, that's dope. They do it for you, yeah. You keep then you keep the film after that. Yeah, I keep all the negatives. That's dope. So I could you know get them. Yeah, that's tight. I I, I don't think you got I some fucking shit in the archives, bro. Bro, yeah, I'm building the archives, man. Like I'm just trying to like you know stash them, working on like doing like a gallery. I knew it. I was one, that's why I want to know is it gonna be like a lookbook or yeah, something like that? I definitely want to do a gallery. Out in L.A. or New York? Both. Okay, cool. I want to do one both. Um, yeah. So I'm taking my time with that though. I'm not rushing. I want that to be like super present. Yeah. I wanna uh I wanna do the recap when you do the that in LA. Please, bro. Okay, Please, cool. come we through. got that. It's in. Yeah. What's Lock your that in. what's your um favorite show that you've ever photographed? Favorite show? Uh when Drake came out in Amsterdam at, on the Ray Sherman tour, it was fire. I like, remember it was pretty that. tight. Yeah, it was kinda like electric. Cause like they dropped fake love and the first, you know, the first few seconds is the little guitar or yeah. sample or whatever. And it was like, yo, um, I guess they like I think Sway was like, Oh, um, make some noise or something for the big homie. And then he dropped fake love. It was like the softest song ever. You didn't know but, it was coming? Nah, I didn't I mean I didn't know what song he was gonna perform, but I knew Drake was coming out. Oh, okay, but he well. dropped fake love and I was just like, Oh, and then like I'm like, yo, it's about to happen. But everybody in the crowd was so confused because they didn't believe that Drake was about to come out. Yeah. Like they just couldn't believe it, cause I, cause like of course you would thought as soon as they heard the song they'd be like oh yeah yeah but it was just like like they heard the song it was like really like Drake about to come out when he came out it was like oh, crazy crazy I think somebody fell off the balcony or something holy shit like like, like tripped and uh, like how big just, was the show it was pretty people? big it was pretty big um I forgot I forget the venue it was like, like the thousands. German name yeah it was so where you where were you at when he came out like in the on right, stage you were on stage yep perfect. I was right there like fucking perfect yeah that's always the best I hated that when I when we'd be on stage and like or I'd be like in the back of the venue and all of a sudden something cool happened yeah I'm like, like fuck oh shit. yeah damn that happened during uh uh Tyler's festival uh Camp Flognock yeah he's like I was I got the drone up finally and mm-hmm. I was flying it during the shit and it looked crazy. Yeah. And right as I get it up there, I'm flying, I hear the crowd like, ah, well, what the fuck is that? And I like tried to get the drone over and land it as quick as I can. Someone ran down. They're like, yo, ASAP and Tyler just ran out of this shit. I'm like, fuck, fuck. I like tried to get the drone down as quick mm-hmm. as I could. No one else was there to fly it. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. And then I run up there and they just, they like waved and walked off. And I was like, fuck, man. Damn. It's all good. I got some shots of them not too long ago, but. Um, yeah, I peeped those. Those are tight. Those ones turn out. Yeah, dope. those are fire. That shit was funny too. Yeah, that was at Lala. No, it was like Budweiser, like this very oh, exclusive oh, yeah, right, weird right, right. thing that they Bud make Fest you a lot some... of money. At <laughs> some shit <laughs> like that. Out, right. Uh, the last two, I guess, questions from the internet is, um, what inspires your style? I f- we've touched on this, but mm-hmm. if you want to highlight the the moment i guess what's like the biggest the biggest thing that inspires your style as far as photography goes and video because your videos yeah. are dope thank you bro and i know you told me you like hardly fucked with it yeah. that much before yeah. that shit and i was yeah, like I did watching. It. Yeah. yeah i just like the moments that you you're just it's the same thing with your photos the photos are like timeless yeah and you capture good time like i i, I was pissed after the tour yeah. that i didn't have a flash 
the whole the whole tour i never did a flash oh and really then i look back and i'm like damn you know what i bet i could have caught some dope Go moments with a with flash, flash. Yeah. and you i even used yours on your birthday yeah and then i took that i think i took one picture of you with your camera with your birthday and the shot would look cool and yeah I, was like, I just never got into them yeah, I, had them. I sold it and then I never did again. But you always get such timeless shit. And then your videos are the same thing. Like, even that one of Joey just, it was like episode two or something. He's just like freestyling. Yeah, freestyling at the end. Yeah. And I was like, this is a moment. Yeah, where it, fucking good. it felt like a moment. Yeah. It was, yeah, special. But um, what was the question again? What inspires your style? What inspires my style? What inspires my style? Gordon Parks. I look at his stuff a lot. I wouldn't say that his work translates into my work, yeah. into like my style, but like he's somebody that's a big inspiration yeah. for me, like in general. Like his the like amount of range and the amount of things that he shot, like yeah. from the political stuff to like just being the street style stuff and everything he did in fashion is influential. That's dope. So um him for sure. Um my homies inspire me. Oh uh, yeah. Slick Slick Jackson. He's like even when I first started editing videos, I was editing videos like him. Even still now, like I'm still trying to find my voice but he like gave me he showed me the way like that's crazy as far as the style wise for videos yeah like yeah definitely slick is like somebody you should probably have him on here too to be honest that'd be dope like he got a he got a crazy story see if he wants to pull up he's in la yeah it's on right now okay I guess someone's asking i asked you what you want to do in five years and Mm -hmm. and i know your plans are very like strategic and shit where do you see yourself in 10 years from now 10 years um, ten years from now, I want to have my first major debut film, like out. That'd be fucking dope. Ten years from now, I'll be thirty six. That's. Crazy. I need that to be out by that time. Yeah. Will you write it? Yes. You want to write it too? Everything. You're gonna do it all. Like my story. Hell yeah. Just whatever it is, I want it to be like my Your piece. Thing. Yeah, my thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Let me know how I can help. Yeah. Editing. Okay. And just being there, energy. I need, I need that. good positive energy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fuck you for not calling me when you go to running and shit. Dog. I'm right here, bro. I'm like two fucking miles away from that shit. I go, I go. We'll go. I, have you surfed? Do you know how to surf? Nah. Do you know how to surf? No. But I, I think I have access. I would to definitely learn how to surf. Okay, let's do that. Cause I'm I got, down. I got surfboards. My new roommate, she's got like this fucking like secret cove over. Have you ever been to Point Doom out in Malibu? Yeah, we go there all the time. It's fucking dope, yeah. right? That's the right. only place I know where to go to take like people from Iowa. Like, check out California. Word, <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah, nah, facts. That's like the perfect beach to take people. It's like so dope. It looks like a dream. So like, especially when the sun sets. If you yeah, if you're right there where the sun goes down, shit to the left, there's like this whole private beach that she's got access to, and I guess the surf is like the shit there. Word. Which I don't know if we want to go there first. Can we like shoot there and stuff? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. She's got keys, so she just said. Like if you ever want to go there, I bet it's open. So we should do that. I'm trying to surf. Let's get it. We can do that. We can okay, do that. I'm with that. Um, then I guess fuck. That's it for all the all the people. I like that. I like that. I want to see your movie, dog. <laughs> yeah. It's a. It, I think I. I growing up too. You always plan. I don't know. In your mind, you just want to do it. I guess I've been obsessed with content like that video content and shit. And I really wanted to make movies when I was a kid. And then I got mm-hmm. out. It's funny. I just kind of like to float by with whatever is tight to me at the time mm-hmm. and there are like several things like that that i p- want to plan into my future but like to do a film would be crazy and yeah. then there's sometimes when i watch like star wars and i'm like i don't even want to know how they did that shit yeah you know what i mean like can you imagine yeah putting some shit like that together yeah and like i look at that and i look at that as a challenge but it's yeah. like it's like a great challenge i want to overcome that i want to conquer that you know what i mean yeah and i know i can't do it on on my own that's why i like 
I love like that you're doing stuff like this because oh, yeah. it takes a community to even execute anything sure. of that magnitude. You For feel sure. me? So it's like we should definitely all be exchanging information and trying to build together so we could like create this community Dude, and yes. we could just grow it. You know what I'm saying? You got Facebook? No, I don't. Okay, cool. Because I added you uh, forever. I was trying to find your shit today and I yeah. found you and then it said my friend request was still being sent. And I was like, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, all right. Reactivate it though. For real, because what I want, my original goal was when I po- did podcasts with people, yeah. I wanted to have like this come out and then like a week later have you hop on, kind of like Reddit, like yeah. the AMAs on Reddit. Mm-hmm. But like you get in and be like, yo, Shine's going to be here for whatever time or whatever and just chop it up with people. Right. But sometime I want you to come in just so I can like formally introduce you to them and like kids could ask you direct shit or whatever just to have you in for a few, whatever. I don't know. You could yeah. live in it if you want because it's crazy the resources. Like as yeah. as wild as it sounds, like I've tr- I found some dope kids in the group and we go, yeah, that I've just been like, yo, this is cool. Yo, I just did it. I might go to London next week or whatever and like, mm-hmm. I hit a kid up that lives like two hours away from there that I saw edit a video for like Manchester United and he's in my group. And That's he, fire. Yeah, and I just was like, damn, who do I know that lives in London? And I just saw his shit and I was like, yo, what's up? So I still have to hit him back on the yeah. messages. But like, just to collaborate like that, like yeah. you can have kids pull up and that shit's cool as fuck. Yeah, Especially when cool. you go to make the movie, bro. Cause yeah. I'm gonna need all the help I Everybody's need. Everybody's gonna yeah. be on that. All right, dude. Well, I appreciate you fucking coming on here. This was a good Black Window Cream podcast episode. Thank you for having me, bro. Uh, how can everyone find you on the internet? Ashani everywhere. everywhere. Instagram.com backslash Ashani A S H A N I. Um Dude, what, you got a website then? Nah, I'm actually rebuilding my website right now. I'm actually like working with somebody to rebuild it. You have a, a like a Tumblr. I had a Tumblr. Like it's just like random photos yeah. and just stuff on there. You put okay. it in the description. Make, it's like, dumb long. Yeah. Do you already have the domain? Nah. So I've just been focusing, like, to be honest, like, I need to get the branding side of my stuff a little more. Time. I'm going through rebranding. I had a site and everything. I had everything yeah. going, but I just want to, like, reinvent. I want to start doing merch and a whole bunch of other stuff. Right. So, like, I'm just trying to build that back up slowly. Dude, you know hell I mean? yeah. They just, I just found out they, like, are done with the black window cream uh, t-shirts and shit. Where? I'll have to get you one. Send me one. I will you need hoodies, I, too. I got stickers for you, dog. Yeah, I need to hook, yeah, hook me up, baby. They're not. Those are, like, one of one because some kid made them for me and sent them to me. Uh, just because he did them in his shop and they're fucking ill as shit. Word, yeah, that's I like, tight. I I gotta work for the iPhone too. Yeah, it's fucking cool. I mean, shit looks dope on the phone. Like pull it off, I'm like, yeah, my brand. Or that does look tight. That's crazy, right? Damn, I know. Yeah. It's a trip. So yeah. everyone, you gotta get some stickers. Whenever Shani comes out with some merch, you gotta buy his merch. <laughs> uh, that's it. We're I'm gonna end this right now. Let's do it. Thank you, bro. Yep. Appreciate you. Appreciate you too, dog. Let's get it. And that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard. Tune in next Sunday for the next episode. The Black Window Cream podcast is going to live forever. We're going to bring great content. Keep talking to content creators. Tap into their minds and see how how we can all be better at what we do. So, yeah. Join Black Window Cream. Blackwindowcream.com slash join. Buy some merch. Download the podcast. Leave reviews. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm just going to point you right back to going to Black Window Cream. That's how the circle is. Okay. See you guys later. You motherfuckers.